G'day, g'day, everyone. How's everyone going? So uh, today I'm doing another podcast uh, with one of the members from the team, being Slash Puppy, and I've invited some other people, being uh, Voxy, Kings, and Will Z, to uh, discuss. Just, it's going to be a, a pretty open forum today, question and answers. Uh, we're going to talk about any questions you've got about Tarkov, about streaming, and uh, content creation, really. So um, I try and do a podcast every two weeks, try and bring in different people from different aspects of the community. And, um, and I'm hoping that you guys will probably learn a bit from this. So I'm fairly confident a lot of viewers that majority of us get are either people at times are people that are aspiring to become streamers and content creators as well. But I think it's a good idea that uh, maybe we get some of your questions and we can answer them as a group. And then um, hopefully you guys can learn something from it because it is very... Uh, difficult to start these this day and age in content creation. So uh, we'll start with Voxy just to give a quick introduction to yourself and then uh, we'll go through each person and um, then we'll go from there. Yeah, what's up? Uh, so my name's Voxy. Um, my forehead is bigger than my life ambitions. <laughs> I've um, been full-time streaming for about 10 months, which to be honest, is pretty, it's pretty weird. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing. I still... I still try to explain to my parents, but they think I'm just playing games and wasting my life. But yeah, it's been fun, man. Tarkov's been a ride and all I do is talk shit and shoot people. And it's pretty unreal. Uh, we'll go Woods. What's up, dudes? My name is Will. I'm 20 years old. Um, I full-time stream Escape from Tarkov in the wee American hours, like EU Australian times. Um, I mainly focus my stream upon uh, about competitive and comedic gameplay I also used to be a game capture uh, artist for uh, Battlestick games and bohemia interactive Peyton kings hi i'm kings um full-time streamer i main tarkov i wouldn't follow my own channel i'm probably the first person <laughs> in history where fleshlight gave me the shaft rather than giving fleshlight my shaft and uh, i like to have fun and laugh <laughs> so yeah We've got a pretty diverse group, different personalities in it, and that's really good. Um, we've got no picture yet. You guys can see the stream, right? Ah, oh, they're talking about kings and yeah, Willis. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, Willis is uh, Willis got a dual PC setup, which we'll touch on, I'm sure, at some point. But he um, he can't take his camera out without fucking all his settings, and uh, I've been there and done that, so I'm back to a single PC setup. So uh, he's <laughs> not gonna have a camera. For this stream and uh kings you don't want to see him I've, we've, we've, everyone here I, sorry before the stream you don't want to see him i, uh, I look like slush puppy but i don't want to be judged less hair less hair should we introduce ourselves as well go for it go for slush channel hi i'm slush uh yeah i'm a full-time streamer i've been a full-time streamer since january uh playing tarkov streamed for about two years now and uh yeah as uh as uh similar to kings just focus on uh focus on the memes and uh and having fun not really a competitive player mainly because of uh not lack of ambition lack of skill so yeah that's about it yeah and i understand slush's uh microphone's a bit crackly at the moment i've got no idea he doesn't know how to fix it um he's tried to and he's gonna try yeah, again I'm a, I'm a microphone king um and then i'm sure you, People have been listening to these podcasts for a while now that will know who I am, but I'm actually going to hit my two years streaming uh, in a week, but I've been full-time now, pretty much full-time now since about uh, 18 months ago. So it's been a pretty wild ride. 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just open the floor up now to any anyone got any questions about anything Tarkovil streaming related. Um, start chucking them in chat, and um, we'll start we'll start hitting them up. I'll I'll pick out a question, and if you could direct it to people, that's great. Um, feel free to try and get as much information out of the other people that are on the podcast that aren't usually here. So, uh, Kings Voxy and Willers, because it's a rare opportunity to get every like th these individuals on here. So, yeah, I'm kind of VIP, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they asked me to come to the very podcast, good. and I said, you know, if I have to, man, you know, VIF, very impressive forehead. Yeah. What will the new map be? So it's going to be military base. It's going to be um. It's going to have fixed gun emplacements, it's dy uh, dynamic extracts, and that's really all we know. A uh, scav boss with maybe some raiders. There you go. That's a good uh, burnout in games. How do we overcome burnout in games from Stevis? So, Bernie, if I can touch down on that one, because that's a big thing that I do with my stream. Um, as far as burnout in games, this this may be different from a streamer aspect, but I always try to engage with my community. There's days where, you know, you see streamers do it do it all the time, viewer raids and everything, but even that can come stale, become stale. Um, Willer, one night I've done it with Slush as well. We'll we'll get on one single server and tell people, you know what, we're gonna allow you to stream snipe us, but you can only do this or that. We'll make rules. We'll give prizes, stuff like that. And you change the game. You you turn the game into something else. Um, you know, stream sniping with, with Taz's and, uh, you know, the communities come together and get in five man groups. And not only is, uh, you know, that fresh and something new and engaging for the streamers to work together on, but the communities are also meeting each other and networking. And it, it's, it, it's something that's really fun. It's refreshing to do things like this and find new ways to approach a game, especially something as far as Tarkov, that's generally hardcore. You're encountering you know, really sweaty people who who give a shit about the pixels, you know, and their inventory and brag about, you know, I, I always give shit to people that, that come in salty. I, I say, do you brag about this at the bar on the weekends and try to get pussy? <laughs> yeah, time. but you got to flex that E-peen, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's all and, uh, like, uh, <laughs> I'll get out of here. Keeps Shut up. up. <laughs> <laughs> not even, not really even. Fresh from me is uh, playing with other people. Like uh, playing with new people and seeing their style of the game, like completely changes it for me. That's uh, that's one thing that I like to do is like change up who I'm actually who who I'm running with makes uh, makes a huge difference to me. I I, I always bring the reference point in as besides maybe Willers and Voxy, like Kings Slush and I. When we grew up, my parents would kick me out of the house, say don't come back inside, and I'll literally just have like whatever the fucking outside gave me for entertainment. So we had to make our own fun. <laughs> and I feel like Tarko's a bit like that. So, yeah, I got given a stick and a rock and then I fucking, or a ball and I had to hit the ball with a stick. And it's like, that is it. Like, that's my fun. And so we actually create our own fun playing Tarkov, which that's where some of the most random ideas come from. Like we're like, it just, they just, we just feed off chat and our ideas and we just do random shit. Let's uh, like if I if I could give one piece of advice to to new streamers that like if you if you want to play with other people and and like and bring like a new uh bring like a new energy to your stream and stuff like that if you feel like you're getting burned out on Tarkov, yeah you're not gonna go into like Summit's chat and just be like oh good day mate you want to have a game like he's not gonna talk to you but like look at the person next to you in the in the streaming thing like form a community with the people around the same size as you that that 
you can uh you can interchange like viewers and cross pollinate your viewers and uh and and have like chats with them people are at the same level that you can like if you've got 10 viewers go and have a chat to all the people around 10 viewers that are coming up that are taking it seriously that are going in this that are taking the same journey at the same time as you and build your community together that's how pest and i got together both around like 20 viewers and we see each other and we're like hey look this guy's taking it seriously let's fucking let's hang out let's 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 fucking do this and then got the same sort of same sort of layout with like ghost is like around the same the same thing goes so we started talking to ghost backwards and forwards and then uh and then got anton and uh veritas in the same in the same stuff so it's like you get that you get that sort of like that backwards and forwards between people that are on the same sort of wavelength yeah i fell that's into the a, same thing man because when i when i first started streaming like i um i basically just started turning the stream on and i started playing games and i i had no idea what i was doing i didn't know what a bit rate was i didn't know what like my audio quality is pretty still pretty shitty you know like i didn't know what a camera was meant to look like i didn't have a clue i started playing games and i was like no one's watching me and i'm like why why is no one watching me and i watched my own streams back and i was like dude <laughs> i wouldn't even watch myself <laughs> who am i kidding <laughs> like it just looks like shit and then and then i just started like yeah like you said watching other people and i was like damn he's doing this and i really like that idea like his camera he just looks so natural to watch whereas mine looks just stuttery and dark and yeah i don't know yeah definitely definitely critiquing your own work i i don't do it anymore but i did for so long i used to have a notepad and pen um right next to my stream and any idea from chat any criticism from chat that was like constructive wrote it down and then um after the stream i'd go through them and see which ones i could change there and then and then other ones i put on a back burner that's definitely uh Something that helps. But going yeah. going back to I think the, the, the burnout side of things, um, I think between us here, we have a fuckload of hours playing Tarkov. And we still love the game. I think if you don't love the game, you wouldn't be able to play as much as we do. I, I think that comes but, down to it. But yeah, it's, it comes down to mixing it up, making it interesting though. Like, you know, like you, you're a solo player, so you're going to do a bunch of challenges, do something you can do solo. We're like me, Kings and Slush will get together if we want to have like a fuck around moment to change up our streams too. Um, or me, I do a lot of viewer stuff when I start getting bored with the game towards the end of patches or sub games, that kind of thing. But it, definitely mixing it up to keep the burnout away is great. Um, I find myself like I don't really get burnt out on Tarkov too much. Um, I mean, when I'm excited for a patch, sure. But um, just, yeah, just mixing it up because I have my chat to talk to too. Like I'm entertained by just talking to my chat and having a good time, making, making fragging out or having a laugh, either or, you know? Yeah. It's hard, it's hard though when you first start like if you haven't got a chat it's hard uh no definitely like if you say but it's it's like explaining everything that you're doing while you're going along like pretending you're you're streaming to a hundred thousand viewers is is definitely like what you want to be doing like you want to be the streamer you want to be you want to be the shroud straight away you don't want to you don't want to be just sitting there in silence just going like looking at the screen you want to you want to be you want to be talking through even if you're just explaining what you're doing just like yeah i'm jumping i i'm, I'm I, I want to i want to touch down on this a lot of new people who want to stream come to me and they always ask me you know what do you recommend and i tell them you know uh engagement and a huge thing as much as you want to you cannot watch your numbers if you watch your numbers as a new streamer you're you're just it's gonna piss you off it's gonna piss you off but as slush said on twitch 
you have 30 to 60 seconds to capture somebody's attention. It is so easy just to click on another stream and go to the next person. And uh, another thing that I always tell people, I'll tell you flat out, um, you're not, you're not trout, you know, you're not going to be this top tier gameplay. There's always going to be somebody better than you are. Uh, and so to combat that, you, you have to relate to these people, whether it be, um, you know, with the gameplay itself, use the game as a conversation piece, but then you have to relate to them beyond that, whether it be comedic value or anything like that. Uh, even when I started, when I realized this, having two to three viewers, uh, you're constantly, you, you have to be talking. You have to get their attention when they come to the stream. Uh, as, as Slush said, talk about what you're doing, tell a story about your day, even if it's to nobody. Um, because not only is that going to catch somebody's attention when they come in, uh, but once you get to that point where you have the viewers, you are going to retain them, uh, you know, by entertaining them with other things. They're not, and I said this before we started, uh, as a streamer, when you main one game, you make them come for the game, but you make them stay there for you. You have to be different. You have to set yourself apart. Yeah, a little definitely. bit like AM radio, where it's like, you don't know how many people are listening. You're just constantly talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it sounds silly, but it's kind of true. Like you just the view well, can't tell you if it's AM radio. No one is listening, man. <laughs> you call my grandma, no one. Well, it also like destroy, like if you're looking at your numbers while you're streaming. Like I, I when I was looking at my numbers, like I used to have my numbers up when I was streaming. And if I dipped, like if I drop, if I was like at a peak and then I dropped, I'd be like, man, what the fuck did I do wrong? Like, it fucks with your head. It you really does. Far. Yeah, yeah you, that's, that's you, why. Can, you put yourself into a it's a self self replicating spiral, man. Like if you. Yeah. If you look at your numbers, if you have a shitty stream and then you come on the next day and and you are expecting another shitty stream and you're in a bad mood, you will have a shitty stream and you will yeah. spiral. There's, if, you if, cannot if, you if, cannot worry about that. If you're not having fun, the audience won't. That, that it, it's not it's not a bad thing to be like, okay, I'm having a bad day. I'm just gonna call it here. I've seen every streamer do it. You you can hurt yourself more by continuing on that stream and being in a piss poor mood and just not providing actual content than just getting offline and ending it right there. Yeah, you're definitely right. Like I do the walk away. I just get up and make a coffee and uh, pray that by the time I come back, I'm not so mad at the game, but yeah, definitely ending it is the way to go sometimes. Right. To be honest, I kind of just grew past the salt of Tarkov, like in like just Tarkov in particular. Like if I die, fuck it. Like I don't care. Like that's not. I'm here to have fun with my stream. That's mainly what it's about for me now. Back in the day, used to be the biggest tight ass motherfucker. If I died, I was like, fuck that shit, man. I'm pissed, and I got over that quick, man. I think that's important to get over. Just have a good time. You're there for fun. You're not there. To, I mean, if you want to frag out, you want to frag out, but don't get pissed off when you can't. Well, that you know? works goes right into the next one of the questions we've been given, which is, which is how do you get over gear fear? Die. You die. You die a fucking no, honestly, I honestly think I, it's have a gun that you love more than anything and then lose it. I uh <laughs> I, I tell people too, I said the only way to get better at the game is to engage in fights. You, you, but be smart about it. It's not call of duty, you know. But um you're you're gonna get better at the game and you're gonna lose more gear in the beginning. But as you engage more and start putting yourself in those situations, you're going to start dying less and less because you're going to become more comfortable. You're going to learn the mechanics, the gun, the recoil, everything, what certain attachments do, how you like to play. You, you need to engage more because uh, if you're just running a hatchet or a pistol constantly, you're not, you're not going to know how an AR shoots at long range. You're not going to learn the bullet drop or anything like that. So you're going to die more. 
Uh, so just engage, engage, have fun. At the end of the day, it's a goddamn game. You know, that, that's why we have wipes and everything. So we can all, you know, learn this and test the game and everything. And it, it doesn't matter. Just have fun. Go into it and have a good time. Yeah. I took a play out of your book, Two Kings. I'd be someone came in my chat. They're like, how did you get over gear for? I'm like, I'll show you. But just dying. So I think I had like an IK yeah. semi in labs and I was fully geared and some <laughs> shit. I blew, my, I blew myself up. I'm like, that's how you get over it. You die. Oh, well, yeah. you got new gear. Go have fun. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. I, I did that. I, uh, yeah, someone you... someone came in and asked me once and I, uh, I just deleted absolutely everything out of my stash. Oh, it, it's... <laughs> I think, I think the... Um... Getting too used to the fact of dying and accepting the fact that everyone dies, which is pretty much what you guys are all saying right there. And then on top of that, um, knowing a way to make money. So if you can get both of those, then you, you, that's, that's, that's the key one. That's it. So like I've got a couple of money runs I like to do. Everyone has ways how they make money in Tarkov. Uh, and once you know how you can make money in Tarkov and you know that everyone dies, once you get those two together, I think you never really... like. You have fear of losing the fight, but not fear of losing the gear now. That's what I'm at. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, if you look at it, the a standard high-tier kit will cost anywhere between 700k and a million rubles, depending on how baller you're going. If you can get yourself a nice money run, even Shoreline, you can do a very safe money run where you'll come out with 500k rubles. If you... If you can work that out, you know that you're only two runs away from being being big juicy again. That's all you need to know, and then you then the gear fear is gone. Yeah, I remember it. I had that uh, Christmas 2017 uh, M4. I remember looking at this M4. I'm thinking, I don't even know what's on that M4, but this thing looks like I, I don't want to touch it. I don't, I don't want to use it. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do with it. I sat on it and sat on it and sat on it and sat on it, and, on it, and then eventually Nikita took it from me. And then I remembered, I was like, you know what? I wish I used that damn M4 because I used to use Vepers. And I was like, fuck, man, I just wish I had that M4 and wish I used it. I remember getting it the next wipe and then taking it out too early and losing it and being really mad with myself. But then I was like, you know what? I've, I started learning Shoreline. I could just buy another M4. But dude, I could buy 10. And I was like, I can build them the way I want. What am I doing? And then, yeah, I just started. I was like, what even? That Christmas M4 is nothing, really. Well, here's here's homework for chat. If you want to learn how to go, uh, no gear fear. Next wipe, if you're EOD, go out with your Fort and Kiver on and and your Christmas M1 and your eye case in your backpack. And, you're, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and get one tap by the guy with the Mackie. Yeah, yeah. No, the Vepa Hunter scab is what happened to me, man. I got a yeah. harsh introduction. Oh, I, I actually got uh, I got molested by four dudes with fucking PMs when I did that this wipe. <laughs> like, naked dudes, man. There, there is one thing I will say. Uh, I, I always tell people this when they ask about Gear of Fear 2. Don't play like most streamers. Most of us are idiots and we're there to entertain and, you know, create content. Uh, like, I, I, Pest is a very good player. He plays solo a lot. He does very well. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people, a lot of people play very differently. But if you know me slash Willer, don't jump into a raid and try something just because you see us do it. Don't go jumping off the top of fucking shoreline trying to get a kill on a hatcheter. Uh, we're, we're there at, at some point to create content. We're doing things just to make people laugh or see something new. Um, and, and that's with the map knowledge and everything and the gear fair and learning the game. Find out what you're comfortable doing. Find out what you're comfortable doing. Don't try to imitate everybody else and what they're doing on a stream. 
But do you, you have a, if you're a, if you're a player by yourself, you have a gift that we don't have is the ability to sit there and wait. I can't wait because yes. every every second I'm waiting is boredom. I I if I sit if I sit there for two seconds in camp, I just start looking at chat and then I just die to chat. Yeah, but I mean, if you're um, aspiring to lower your survival rate, definitely watch Slush Puppy. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) guys, he dies in ways you wouldn't understand. I I think I died three times last night trying to save his gear. Like, I'll be completely honest with you. It's just playing. uh, Like, honestly, I feel like a VIP, and uh, I sit there with Slushy, and I'm like, you know what? He's gonna die to some bullshit, and I'm ready for that. He's just gonna die. He's gonna fall over at any second now. So I'll just build my next kit and I'll be ready. Yeah. Just hug an aid as soon as he dies. We're getting we're getting <laughs> fed a lot of questions, so I'm gonna move on from this topic. Um, this one's gonna go a little bit more back onto the streaming side of things. But can you tell us how it goes from streaming to con- uh, creating content? What exact software is good to use, and what should we stay away from? So we'll touch the first part of the question first, which is: uh, Can you tell us how you go from streaming to content creation? And I've very early days, I'm pretty sure I said this to Slash, and I think you'll remember it. He goes, you've got to be a streamer that games and not a gamer that streams. All right? Because if you're just a gamer that streams, like, you are just there playing games. But if you're a streamer that games, you're there to entertain. And it's it's such a a very small thing, but it's so true. Um, It's a good mantra. that's That's well put. Yeah, it actually is really well put. Kings is like, uh, just touched on it before, like we're there to entertain. So we do that risky stuff because even if it fails, you guys say, ha ha, you guys suck, you died. You know, and it's still, you guys laughing. It's still funny though. You know, um, whereas uh, with content creation, it's a constant battle for content. And so we're always thinking of new ways to, to create content and be not just streaming games, but making content I'll, I'll let you guys go on from that yeah i mean <clears throat> sometimes i work myself into a bit of a rut with tarkov and that's really easy especially when you haven't seen any sort of content since labs but then you gotta understand too that sometimes people just enjoy yourself if you're having fun and if there's no fun being provided to you then you just need to start exploring different options like as a streamer you start to realize what your options are and it's not just meme guns because you've probably done every meme gun under the sun in fact if someone makes me a meme gun and i haven't used it three times i'd be surprised but <laughs> use a toz use a toz have you ever considered <laughs> the toz but i mean look you've just got to have fun you just got to do stupid shit because you will burn out on talk of everyone does like and at the end of the day like pest was saying you're not just a gamer because when i game if i'm not streaming dude i don't say anything i just sit there in this zone I'm not even remotely entertaining. I just sit there, just don't say anything, just head down and game, you know. It's that yeah, that's different. It's like my my chat enjoys to see me when I go try hard. Because when I started, I was a good player at a high survival rate and all that. So then I just stopped caring because <laughs> I realized, look, this this isn't this isn't fun to watch, you know, for a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people who do that, the best of the best. Um but no, like chat loves when I, I just shut up and I go try hard and I get pissed off because there's a team of five sitting in, you know, three story dorms on customs. But when that happens, you know, it's it's, you know, a minute or two of content where it's good gameplay. But I say nothing to my chat. and They're completely fucking ignored. And I can't stand that because I've always been so interactive with chat. And it's about finding that balance. It's about finding that balance between the two where you I, I hate 
calling it a, a demographic, finding your demographic and uh, catering to what they want to see and everything. Um, but finding a balance and, and keeping everybody happy and entertaining, but you have to realize that too much of one thing can be a bad thing. Uh, can be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, the, the way I look at it, and, and the, I, uh, you're, you're not shroud. Every, every message that you miss in chat while you're playing the game like it doesn't it's different in like a podcast here we can't read every single thing all we do is read it but if you miss a message in chat you should consider that a loss in my opinion that's that's how i look at it if you i know like not everyone can do it if you're sitting there with like 2k viewers it's a completely different story but if you're starting out and you've got like four viewers and and you're missing you're missing chat then you you know you probably need to focus on chat more that's that's my opinion because like they're your, they're your viewers. They want they want to engage. That's the difference between this and daytime television. Well, interacting with chat, like we talked about before the stream, I was saying like that builds a relationship. So you know you're slow burn to your stream. You know your stream build up. So like talking to chat and building those relationships. You know like one guy comes in one day, then he comes in the next day. You know you're building those relationships. Like having interaction is so important. It's so important. Do your like do your yeah. absolute best to talk to your chat. All right, uh, and we'll go quickly into the second half of that question, just because already on it which was what software exact software is good to use and what should we stay away from um it's not really software but i would stay away from anything that's like you, you won't really get it until you're on about 30 viewers but i got smacked with so many like put this extension on your stream and you'll get an extra 30 cents when someone does a tip like it's just like anything that just detracts from your stream or your content that follow for follow shit if you focus oh all your God. attention on yeah. like that, the follow, follow for follow shit, like Twitter growth, like retweeting each other. The only people that are doing that is everyone like you. They don't want to watch other streams. They're just trying to get their own fucking stream going, man. So they don't somebody, give a shit. So. Somebody, asked, somebody asked me earlier, I won't say who it is, but another streamer asked me earlier, earlier um, about uh, like stream teams and such. And I said, it, like-minded individuals, it's a really good idea to get together. But I'm like, it, it's got to be like-minded individuals. It's got to be for the right reasons and everything. Um, but one thing I told them not to do, I didn't really get into that. I said, make sure if you're on a stream team, it's not just a host farm. If it's a host farm, all you're doing is swapping your, you know, your viewers back and forth. It's not networking. It's not growth. It's none of that. That's the no. same with the follow for follow and the lurk for lurk and all this stuff. It's, you, it might boost your numbers a little bit. It's not helping you grow whatsoever what's it, it does nothing for you in the end and i think another important thing is um don't basically don't basically do this i'd be like hey slush how are you slush how's the stream slush all right well i'm off to start my stream catch you later slush <laughs> yeah stop yeah. promotion no one no one has ever once clicked on someone's name and thought fuck yeah <laughs> like that yeah. doesn't happen by, by, by the- by the way, I am live right now too. So. <laughs> um, I can I could literally write I could I could have two thousand viewers and I could say I, I could have someone come into my chat, like an old family friend or something like that, and be like, Hey man, go follow Jimmy. He's the fucking best. I guarantee you if he gets one follower, I would be fucking surprised. It just like shout outs like that. Shout outs from the streamer alone. Unless I sit there and talk for like twenty minutes about how amazing this guy is 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 barely even like sends over like two people for a follow and isn't going to send over like fucking 20 regular viewers how do you think a message in chat is going to do i like i'd also say that you don't forget people that do that like the moment someone comes in and they start doing that to you you're like oh it's that guy again 
And it's not that you hold resentment for them. It's just like self-promotion is a shitty thing to do. Like, especially when it's not called for. I just, I, the, yeah. I, I don't, we kind of went off topic a little bit, but to, to wrap that up, really, it's self-promotion doesn't work. So you're wasting your time. You're 100% wasting your time. People will see it straight away. Chat, my chat will just rip on people that do that. You know, yeah, like yeah, mine's the same yeah. way. Yeah. Don't ask for I, don't ask for hosts either. <laughs> if you ask for a host, you never get a host. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, All right. So that, it's the, the same with everyone. Jay Murder asked that question. He actually was aiming more on the guessing on the software side of uh, editing as well. I use Adobe Premiere Pro. Um, it, it is expensive, but it's it, worth it. It's worth it with the Photoshop and uh, Illustrator and everything else you get it's with like, it. Uh, Thirty US a month. You can pay monthly. Yeah, um, it's so much easier than like Sony Vegas and stuff like that. It's 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 like you're not gonna have the like special effects. Like you're not gonna be able to put explosions and shit on you and bloody flying willies all over your screen and stuff like that. Like you can with uh, After Effects, but it's it's if you just want to cut clips and make yourself a montage, the Premiere Pro is awesome. All right, so we're gonna move back on to uh, a new question. So what can the devs do to increase the players in maps towards the end of a wipe? I was think, thinking eliminating some, some of the ser extra servers. Um, yeah, I have an idea for this. So, look, I, I play Tarkov probably more than anyone should. I'm not pestily because I actually still breathe air. And, um, <laughs> quite you sure don't have that. a docking pod. That's the difference. Yeah, see, pestily <laughs> charges and I sleep. But if I'm being completely honest with you guys, um, I think the late game, I need a reason to log on. And I know you guys are going to be like, Ree! dailies, but like, I'm not saying do dailies, but in a way, I think they need to expand masteries in weapons to give you rewards. So if I was to log on weekly and I hit max mastery on the M4 and they would be like, get 50 headshots on interchange and you get like a urban DD pat for your M4 or something like that. I don't care if it's like basic ass camos. I don't care if it's like unlock max mastery to get like a kill count or something on your, in your stats on your gun. I just need like at the end of the day, when I've done every quest, need inevitably, I need a reason to log on every week because it doesn't matter how much they are do or add. I will get that done. I will max it. And if <laughs> I don't have a reason to log on week by week, it doesn't matter if Nikita adds, 150,000 AKs. I'll probably use them all, but if he doesn't add a reason, I won't want to log on. Late one life. thing, um, one thing that I've always, I've touched base on this a, a few times in the past months, um, as far as them, you know, because they're always trying to drive the, uh, you know, the player-driven community. One thing that I think would go far and work very well, I think right now it's too easy to unlock everything in the game. Instead of having four tiers, you know, loyalty levels for each, for each, um, trader. Um, there should be like 10 and more quests should make it. So you have to choose who you turn them into. Um, so you literally can't unlock everything in the game. You have to say, Hey, I like using uh, the AK variants, whatever gun you use, want to pick and choose. So you have to go down this route to unlock it and turn the quest in here. But by doing that, you understand that you're not going to be able to unlock some of the other things. Um, it's one thing that I did, I've always wanted, I've always pushed for. 
um, something I, I think would be a good asset to the game. Now, being said, I know with the wipes and everything, people have families, people have full-time jobs. You're not all full-time streamers like us. You can't play as much as us. So being said, um, th- that's going to help with the flea market. It's going to help with the flea market. And people are like, oh, they're just going to sell everything then at a higher price. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But hey, you're going to unlock something that they can't buy and you can boost up the price for that as well. And that's going to help the player driven economy. Um, but as far as late game, I think after you get so far, there should be another one. Once you can't do anything uh, for the full time streamers, the people who play more than the other ones, uh, they they should open up that new set of quests that lets you continue in and start to unlock the other things, uh, make it a bit harder quest, something that you have to dedicate more time to instead of just going into one raid and grabbing an item and bringing it out. Um, you know, uh, entertain harder quests and things that people who are at end games, so they can do more. But like I said, that's not something that they could just throw in and implement tomorrow. That, that would be something down the road. And I think that starts with, with the different loyalty levels, adding multiple tiers to each trader rather than just having four and everyone having access to everything. If you want a player-driven economy, I don't believe um, that everybody should have access to everything because then they could just go buy it directly from the trader and not have to deal with the other players in the flea market and the economy itself. I've touched on this idea before about, um, I think it's in Battlefield. It's like if you want to unlock, you make 95% of all items available from just leveling to an, like whatever level and getting the rep up. The last 5%, which is the top, top tier of items. So I'm talking instead of it being like 6% recoil reduction, it's like 6.5 or 7. So it's not even that big a deal. But you have to now get like 400 headshots with an M4 to unlock that one M4 mod. And then once you've got that... Well, that's like uh, League of Legends style. Kind of, yeah. So then that way, once you've unlocked that, that attachment, then you can purchase it, sell it on the flea market, and you could have that for every gun. So the, you have like one or two top tier items for every gun, which makes it almost impossible to do them all unless you really fucking went all the way out of there. Um, and it's not really going to like, it's not game breaking. It's not like, oh my God, he's got the, the one attachment that rules them all. It's like the sword of a thousand trips. Yeah. It's not that kind of shit. It's just, <laughs> it's just, um, well, it's like the, the red handguard and the red tube. If like, you lock those behind like a really hard unlock, I think that's fine. I think that's cool. Like, like as, as much as we can complain about, like, like a lot of people will say, oh, that ruins the game for like non-hardcore people. It's like, it doesn't matter what you do, man. There's always some John, every bloke who pisses in Mountain Dew bottles is going to play more games than you in his mum's basement. That's you can't, you can't possibly. I'm in my dad's basement. Yeah, exactly. Like there's always going to be someone that plays more than you, man. Some dude that operates on three and a half hours sleep and lives on Red Bull. Like you, there is no such thing. One, one. One one thing I want to touch down. I seen somebody. I think his name was Escape in chat. I seen uh, FX Nine Escape. Uh, he said it sounds way too grindy. Enough grinding. This game is about grinding, and like that's what I was saying. Not enough people, or excuse me, not everyone can put the playtime in as full time streamers and everything. Um, and uh, I'm fine with that. It's a hardcore game. It's a hardcore game. There's there's people that want that, and it, it's really hard in a game like this to appeal to everybody. Um, to the casuals, to the hardcore players, um, to people that aren't good at the game and all this stuff. And I, I can completely respect his point of that that's too much grinding and everything. I'm not trying to knock him or downplay his opinion or everything. I, I respect everybody's opinion. Um, but I, I think as of right now, on the basis of 
to keep more players around at end game. They, they need to implement something that drives the players to get to the end game and then stick there something that happens at the end game. Uh, and that's what I was talking about as far as, you know, the progression further with quest and unlocking more items. Uh, Pestley, that was a great point about uh, 400 headshots and stuff. Some people don't want to do that. And the, the reason that makes sense, normally I'd be against something like that, but the reason that makes sense and you made a very valid point is it's not something that's game breaking. It's not something that's going to give you a, a clear cut advantage. It could be cosmetic, dude. Player. It could literally be the same fucking part with the same recall reduction, but it's just got a fucking different skin on it. Like That's it, what I'm it saying, man. Basic doesn't even sprays. need to have, it like, doesn't even need to have like any extra abilities. It, it could literally just be a slightly darker M4 or a slightly yeah. tanned M4. And, just give me yeah, an I'm, M4 with like I'm, three green lines on it. Like I don't care. Yeah, just, I, I'm, as long as... I'm, I'm not against that because that's just something for the end game for somebody to work towards once they start getting bored. One thing that I do when I get bored is I use guns that I'm not used to that I don't like. I, I use guns that people consider bad. There are so many times this past wipe that I fell in love with a Saiga 9 silenced with a hammer on it. You just go out and fight fight five-man teams. Because uh, you're not used to using it. It trains you to get better, take your time, get headshots, get in a good position, and just play out of your element. Also loot boxes. Also loot boxes. <laughs> like, also, too, maybe an opportunity to... like Because I'm going to keep pushing this idea. Because, I, I, like, honestly, that's what I want to see. But, you know, we'll see. But I still think that if you hit max mastery, maybe unlocking a blueprint for a certain skin for your gun. Like, it doesn't have to be something from COD, like diamonds shining. I don't, like I said earlier, I don't care if it's three green lines. But if you give me, like, a blueprint that I go collect spray paint from X maps to put it on my gun, I don't care. I really don't care. Just give me something. It sounds trivial, but I need a reason, just something to look for each day or a week um, after I've... And make them rare as fuck. So then when you do find them, you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Um, like a flex having this like tan M4 like actually sprayed up, you know. Like, I don't know. I think we've hit that topic pretty well. It's 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 about the idea of just making that content that doesn't really affect the game in in great aspects, but just makes it so people can play it for longer. Affect the game. Um. All right. So moving on. So would you suggest a taco streamer to put uh, active effort into his YouTube career as well, or just focus on Twitch and then use the clip highlights or such? Uh, sorts to widen his viewer base. I'll, we'll put it out to Willa because um, I know you've started making, or you've been making YouTube videos for a while, Willers. And um, well, actually, I I was kind of slacking with the whole YouTube stuff, man. Like I, I like that's the one thing I like. I, I hate that. Um, like I used to be so inspired to make YouTube content. Um, and for some reason, man, like with Tarkov, like I feel like it's all been done, and like I want to make quality stuff and not like you know quantity stuff. And quantity is great, right? Because if it's great information, it's great information. But for me, man, like I love doing um, I like going back to my roots because like I got involved with Battlestate back in the day being a game capture artist, so doing photography and video. That's what I got hired on uh, to do and as well as Bohemia. So I like doing like pretty stuff like that. Like that's that's my go to. Um, I'm trying to actually get cranking on more YouTube stuff, more highlight things of, of my stream, promote my stream. But um, I definitely think YouTube is super important to grow. That's one thing. Uh, one of the next things I want to grow on, like. I mean, like, for example, Pest, like, um, that if point 12 was a movie trailer that I showed you that I asked for permission for your clips to use. Um, like, that was totally inspired, right? I wanted to make that. Like, that's that's an example of what I think was quality. Um, like, that's my hardest thing, man, is, is splitting, between, splitting between the two of those. But I, I just grind my stream every night, man, mostly. Um, but I want to get going on the YouTube stuff heavily. Do you think it's required to grow on Twitch, though? 
No, no because no because I, I have like I have like thirty videos on YouTube and um mine's just being on almost every single day and just wanting to be on this platform um and you know cross pollinating my viewers with King Slush building these great relationships with all these awesome streamers on Tarkov and just doing my thing man I definitely think doing YouTube the more promotion you do on different platforms is very beneficial to your brand uh you know having Twitter Instagram YouTube that's super important and that's one thing that like there's a reason you're at where you're at dude like pest because you are one of the hardest working mother i'm not trying to kiss your ass but you are like out of most tarkov streamers kiss you got, you're like i'm gonna kiss your ass right now bro you were one of the hardest working content <laughs> yeah, creators right. on tarkov you're, you're, you're grinding you're grinding bro you want to be here like and it definitely shows crazy. He don't people, ethic, i'm telling you people uh, people are always like kings how do you do all these long streams i'm like what do you mean go look at pest like what the fuck i'm doing a 24 yeah. Pest is up to like 82 hours in in the past, you know, four this, days, and he hasn't slept yet. Sixty hour on point twelve, like it's it's coming. I, like just wait, and then six more videos with, the next. With day. the the YouTube thing, like the way I I I flag and and fail on YouTube very hard because I start out on I I do I stream as long as I want to stream, and then I'm like, okay, I'm I'm tired now. I I want to do what I love doing, and I don't really enjoy editing YouTube that much, and so I push it aside. Uh, it is incredibly essential to, in in my opinion. Like you look at, okay, me and Pest started it, like within twenty days of each other, and the dude has a hundred thousand followers, and I have forty k. There's a big difference, and in my opinion, Pest's big difference is his well, one work ethic, work ethic, and two YouTube. YouTube is a massive part of why 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 Pest is very successful. I want to I want to kind of just dial this question back a little bit because. Um, Will is, was saying about how you don't need to have YouTube to grow. I'm going to put this question to Kings right now. If you had to start today in Tarkov, zero viewers, no followers, could you get to where you're at without any external? Uh, I... Because I, this is the reason why I'm, I'm asking that question is because I feel like a lot of us here grew with, with Tarkov. With with the knowledge I have now or with no knowledge whatsoever. Oh, you could have the knowledge with, of the game, I guess. I, yeah. With, 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 with the knowledge I have now. Oh no, no, no. I mean, as streaming is stre yes. Um, yes. I think I'd still grow. Um, I, I think I could switch when, when I switch games, I mean Tarkov, but when I switch games, I, or games, I generally retain about 90%. That was, that's going back to the thing, bring them in for a game, keep them in for the personality, for the character, for the entertainer being said though, especially now compared to when, I started streaming Tarkov. There are hundreds of people who stream Tarkov now. Um, it, it would be a lot harder now than it used to be before. Uh, when I started before, that's when like I try harder than shit. Um, it, I, I, I the way, think so. The way yeah. I think about it, man, like uh, if you think of it like when the car was first invented, there was T model Fords. You could roll out with a horse and cart and keep up with it. These days, there's like there's a lot of big streamers here. You got to be thinking, I got to keep up with the Ferraris now. Like, yeah, if you if you if you are coming into the if you are coming into streaming Tarkov now, you could probably go at a lower sort of level when you first came in because there wasn't so many streamers. But if you're not putting out something that has e e equal or higher quality than what the best people are doing at the moment, then you're probably not going to grow as fast yeah. as say we grew with the game. You will well, still, you, you can still grow. Have content. Yeah, you got to be different. Yeah. Talking about YouTube, right? When when you use YouTube, you're already searching something specific, so you're already searching something niche. 
unless obviously you're browsing through your homepage. But Twitch, people are lazy, right? You click on a game and you just don't really want to scroll all the way down to the bottom. So I feel like when you separate YouTube and Twitch, you got to understand that you may grind as hard as you want on Twitch and you can grow naturally. But if you want to bring people in, in a way that's less competitive, find some content that hasn't been reached and then do it on YouTube because you will reach a niche of people that don't have to scroll all the way down to the bottom. Like they'll see you and they're like, you know what? This guy's videos are actually pretty good. Like maybe I'll pop in and you see people like Harris Heller or like other big YouTubers, gamers, careers, all that, you know, there's a reason that they put in bigger numbers because they literally are just branching out and bringing in people that don't scroll all the way down the bottom. So, okay. So if we're not using, um, like YouTube obviously is a good way of bringing people into a stream. Like I trust me, you don't, you don't need to trust me. You, you fucking just know it is. But if you weren't using YouTube, like do you have TV in your name, Foxy? Uh, in Tarkov or? Tarkov, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Twitch. If you guys think that the whole TV, like I have no problem. I'm going to straight out. Okay. Right I have no problem if what, someone has TV in their name. I think, oh, cool, fair enough. That's, that's how I made the, all my viewers. The thing, the, thing that, the thing that I bring up, the thing that I bring up when people bitch about that is I say, if you're driving down the interstate and you see a fucking billboard for a sign, you know, uh, showing somewhere to eat, I'm like, are you not going to go fucking eat there because they're advertising somewhere? You know, like, uh, it, yeah. it's... It's, I, I don't see the issue with it. I used to have it in my name. I don't anymore. I used to have it in my name, though. I have zero issues with it. I think the huge problem that comes behind that, A, is fucking idiots who just jump on a fucking bandwagon. And I'll call you that when you do that. You don't have a fucking, you know, a, a, a reason to back it up. Um, but it's the thing that hurts it the most for people who actually use it in their name and use it for a good reason um, is the people who have it in their name and they don't even fucking stream. They don't even yeah, stream. That's, that's that's that yeah. that that annoys me. That annoys me. But no, other, it's on these goddamn emotes. <laughs> but uh, besides that, I have zero issues with TV <laughs> or TTV or anything in anybody's name. It's smart marketing. Yeah, so, yeah but if your name if is XL underscore MLG three sixty interswap off Rust one v one me only at TTV, that, no one's gonna search your name idea. up. And then if you go in there, and your screen name. quality looks like. Minecraft, but in 160p. Like, well, I, I do. Being said, I do want to say one thing that you just mentioned. That if you want to stream, stream. Don't make fucking excuses. You, you don't need the production quality of Pestilies YouTube. You, you don't need beards or excuse me, slushes fucking beard. I said interrupt here. For My production quality is the bare minimum. Like I would like. Well, I got to a point where I could I, make I, a I, YouTube I, video I, and I just stayed I, there. <laughs> I I should I I should I should say fair ethic. TX fair TX I should say ethic. Um, yeah, you you sorry. don't need to do what Pest does to start streaming. No no no, it's fine. I'm sorry. Well, I'll just finish. Well, you don't have if to you, be. If you want to stream, mind. just jump into it. Yeah, just jump into it. Start streaming. Have fun. That's what it's all yeah. about. That's well, what you it's can all go about. go back and look at like the quality of my stream when I first started. It was so shit. Like you learn as you're going along. You need to you you need to learn, and the only way you're going to learn is by doing it. Like. Like you're not you gonna learn by just yeah. Don't get analysis paralysis. Just start, just go, hit go, and then build it as you go along. So I that's, did. That's one thing. Five Cold months. Just said. I did five months of. Um, I wasn't consistent. I wasn't doing anything special. I had no YouTube, but I was learning. 
I was just like, I'll stream this day at this time and I'll do this and this. And I was just learning every little thing, stream etiquette, the different things to do. And I've made some fucking blunders in my streaming career. Uh, I can talk on them later if you want. But um, like all those things are all about learning. And then when I did actually want to take it serious, then I used all those skills and knowledge that I did, that I gained over that period to actually do it properly. Anyway, sorry, King. No, that's fine. Um, Cold Blood, Cold Blood uh, mentioned um, when I started streaming, I didn't even want to fucking stream. I had no fucking, I can't stand people. People see how big of a dick I am in stream. You meet me in person, I'm going to be the same fucking way. I had one of my viewers that I didn't know. He actually lived in my town. Never met him. He, he subbed to me for like fucking 20 months. Finally found out who he was. The first time I seen him, he waved to me and I gave him the finger and kept fucking driving. I did not want to stream when I started. <laughs> but you just, you know, if it's something you want to do, don't worry. Don't think about end game immediately. Jump in. You don't even know if you're going to fucking enjoy it. Just, it's uh, Yoali right there. Like he can verify. You just jump right in. You jump right in and you do it. You try to have fun. Do not go into streaming thinking I'm going to do this full time. You know, don't. The first piece of advice I'd, I'd ever offer to you is about full streaming is like, don't fucking quit your job and just start streaming and say, hey, I'm going to do this, you know. Make sure you actually fucking enjoy it. Make, make sure you enjoy doing these things. You don't know. There's a lot of people. You may have a lot of fun streaming, but you're, you're not the guy who's, you might not have the personality to, to go beyond four or five viewers, which are your friends, which is fine as long as you, you enjoy streaming and enjoying what you do. Um, but if, if you want to, if you want to change that and you want to learn and, and, and might build a character or something like that, that, that is something you can learn, but you have to put in effort. Yes. Yes, it's a lot Definitely. of work. It, it's not. It's not all these guys can vouch. It's not pushing a button and playing a game. Yeah, but it's also like you got to also bring apart the um, thing that when you say I'm streaming, you know, you're not. Let's let let me just rephrase here. You are not a different person when you're streaming, and if you are, you're going to be uncomfortable. Yes. But you've yep. actually got to be literally a different person when you stream, like. I'm myself, but I'm a more energetic and more entertaining version. You've got of to myself. be the best you. Exactly. Like when I start streaming, I could be myself, but being myself could just be sitting there quietly playing video games, being a nerd. Like that's that's one thing yeah. I learned too with, with like streaming is you want to be the best when you get on stream. Like you want to be the best mentality, that kind of thing. So like if if you only could do four hours that day of being your best, only do four hours of streaming that day. Like only do as much as you can to be like the your best self you know uh i think that's yeah, super that's, important that's, too that's what i was saying before if you're not having a good time neither a stream also I just yeah yeah thank you guys for pointing out pointing out that you have to be your best you and as you said that i went over my character traits while i stream and i'm not feeling great right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll move on to a new topic um do you guys think all the sweaties coming back for point 12 will cause problems for new players who are starting at the patch oh, every Every new player has an issue yeah. starting out the game. It doesn't matter if the sweaties are around or not. Every new player can't even get past the scabs, let alone get to the sweaties. Runs it's all a learning experience. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we'll be seeing that fucking, fucking day. I love that they throw I've been like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like, working on this quest for three days now, and I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, well, I just run up there with a hatchet. I'm like, it's a fucking shooter, you idiot. Take a gun and take your time. You don't have to get there immediately. Yeah, but it's like it's like army training, man. They just flush out the week. 
then I love how the Russians just like, you go in middle of construction and you die to random scav on roof. Who cares, friend? <laughs> eh? You do I constantly you want to leave game? Eh, not that problem. You already <laughs> bought game. No refund anyway. <laughs> but I love it because it weans them out. They're like, damn, that was such a hard feeling. But I got that damn mm. watch, man. I love this crap. Dude. And I think that's a really good point <laughs> Fox like, you just made. It, like, for me to get the same thrill out of this game as I did when I was new is like so much harder. So like when I was new to this game and I got the bronze pocket watch quest, I'd get back to the end and be like, fuck you, I did it. Like, you know, you'd be like, I got past all those fucking sweaty get geared players and you get to the end and you get that jo like a job satisfaction, that raid satisfaction. Whereas like now, if I get the bronze pocket watch done, I'm like, yeah, another quest done. Let's move on to the next one. You know, like. Well, it's like, it's like someone saying to me, uh, uh, I get massive enjoyment from walking uh, three steps to my kitchen. It's like, but I do that every day. That's not really that interesting, and, and it's like it's not that hard. But if it, if it's if it's hard for you to do something, then then it's worth it, and you you've you've done it. It's different for everyone, but like it's it's boring if it's easy. If, yeah, you're gonna find if, it if, hard. I uh, I always you, say if like, you want, uh, I'd let me uh, finish this quick right while we're on the bronze yeah, no. or uh, pocket watch. If sure. you want to know how to have fun on that quest, go watch Willer's stream and watch him get up on top of that building and just at the start of wipe on the first day, take your eye case and your kiver and your fort and just go where <laughs> Willer sits on that map and just shoot all those people doing that quest over and over. I, I don't and, and just load there, up on right. cash. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm telling them to watch, watch where you go and then just go there. Yeah, I will say then, the one thing, you know, like just like what Pest talked about, because I've been playing Tarkov since November 2016, man. And like, like when you first play Tarkov, man, it's this crazy experience. Everything is hype. You get an AK, like, fuck yeah, man. That thing's sweet. Everything's cool. Like, I envy new guys. The game is extremely hard for new guys. I understand that. Um, but I envy how it feels for you guys. Like, everything just feels so amazing. So all the new guys coming to point 12, like, I envy you. Like, <laughs> well, we're going to get a little bit of that feeling back. So I'm excited and, for I, and what a patch I to come into, though. Like, I, start, I started in point five, and I remember I'd go to Shoreline, and it would hard crash my PC. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. come in, and they've got their own little customizable crib, and they can put whatever they want in there. I mean, it'd be unreal. Yeah, back when I started, we only could play factory like that, and customs like ran at twenty frames per second. Like that's like that was it. Yeah, to be fair, it's still sometimes is big map. only runs. <laughs> big 20. map. Yeah, because they locked off the I, resort. I remember I was like, "What's through this gate?" And as soon as that resort came out, yeah, what was through that gate was a uh, PC rape. Because <laughs> the moment they had that resort, man, if someone threw an F one in there, like, you need a new graphics card. I remember. Uh... I remember playing and hearing an SV98 and uh, and just being like grinning ear to ear. I was just like, today's my day. <laughs> but it's like, these days I hear it and I'm like, oh, it's another pleb. <laughs> I actually admired people that used the SV. I was like, yeah. I like this guy. A legend guy. I, I kind of like that. There was a question in chess. Is, do, you have a fa do you think a face cam gives an advantage in streaming? I think that should be a question a little bit. I've already got it on my list. I was literally typing to him right then and saying I've got that question. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think, I think we hit that one pretty well. Um, it's going to be hard for some people that are new to the game. Whilst there's all the sweaty guys knowing, like I'll probably have level 40 in the first 24 hours. Um, so like, you know, a new guy's not going to even like touch me. Um, you but it's, <laughs> you're not a new guy. Oh, that's right. That's not a new guy. So I'm tired, man. I'm going to bed. Yeah. That's all right. Um, 
I think this one, I'll, I'll touch on this one first cause it, and then I'll go to the second one, which the two different questions, but they're kind of linked together. Uh, this is pretty much better for, for Slush, and I don't know about you other guys. I don't know your background that well, but uh, what made you guys more consistent when it came to streaming whilst also working a full-time job? I think it was the yeah. job that I had. <laughs> I mean, I worked at Domino's. It wasn't a job. And at that point, I'd done uni as well, and I was racking up a debt, and I was stressing about what I was studying. It wasn't what I wanted to do. So I started stress gaming on Tarkov. So, And then I realized I was actually okay. Because <laughs> I know Slash was working I, full-time as well. Well, okay. Well, I'll give, I, I'll give a rundown of like how I started and how I got like consistent, but... Essentially, when I was I was working in a uh, working in a job, and uh, I was in a team that was just crappy, and I wanted to play games, and I played a lot of CS:GO and PUBG, and then I came across Tarkov, and I didn't have anyone to play with, so I started playing uh, Tarkov and streaming, and I found this like started building this community, and as much as it was it was escapism to to walk away from like the job that I hated. I didn't, I wasn't enjoying that job. And so I put the hours in because I started growing on stream and I thought this is something that I could probably achieve if I put my, put my mind to it. And so every night I'd come home straight after dinner from 7 PM till 2 AM in the morning, I would stream. I would then go to work with four hours sleep under my belt and do an incredibly crappy job, which for them that sucks. But for me, I don't care. Uh, they treated me like crap there. And it was, it was, it was that drive to to change my life and and do it and and you can look at it as in the same sort of way that you would look at say you're working at whatever job you're doing and you want to change career so you want to become a doctor you need to go to university but you can't stop you can't stop working you need to eat and you need to do other stuff so you're going to study outside of uh, outside of work that is what it is. Like you, you will have to sacrifice your personal life if you want to make this happen. I did 18 months on the grind where I spent probably the drive to work and the drive home from work in silence because I was exhausted with my wife and it, it, it killed my social life as well. Like my social life suffered very hard until I made it to full time and it, and it, and it sucks, but it was a, a sort of a turning point in my life where all my friends were going out partying nonstop every weekend. And I'm like, I'm turning 30 and I'm not really enjoying partying anymore. And I'm not really enjoying what I'm doing at work. I need to change. So I shifted my career. And instead of going to university, I've already done university. I decided I'm going to put my, pour my efforts into streaming. And through that outlet, I poured massive hours into it and massive, massive amounts of dedication because I could see that there was something that I could do there that would be able to change my life. And it did. So that's, that's how I, that's how I gained the motivation. I mean, prepare not to sleep. You will, if you want to do this and you were, and you're working eight hours a day and you've got like travel time on top of that and a social life, it's hard. I mean, it's so I couldn't imagine work. trying to do it with, with kids. So, or something like that. So Slush isn't like tooting it. his own horn. Let me put it this way. Slush, every single moment he wasn't streaming, he was either at work, asleep, or working on his stream. And he built up a pretty solid community. Like I th he was holding around partner numbers, let's say around partner numbers. And then he used his long service. So in Australia, you get after working for 10 years, you get long service. 
Um, was it was it long service or you just took a month's annual leave? Yeah, no, I took no, I took a I took a month off. So I had I had long service leave because I've been at my job for ten years. So I took the month of May off in two thousand seventeen. Uh, sorry, two thousand eighteen. And I said for this entire month, you like twelve hour days. I said to my wife. I, I said that to my wife. I said, I'm going to make a real run at this. And she said, are you sure that's what you want to do? And I said, look, I've got three months annual, uh, three months leave built up. I'm just going to take a month and I'm just going to run at this. I still have my money coming in from my other job. And by the end of the month, I went from like 40 viewers to, to part. I got partnered on the last day of the month. And I, I still remember I put in my partner application on the 31st of May. And by the time I went back to work on, on the 1st of June, there was like absolutely zero will to even bother going into that job because I was like, I know I can do this. I know that I can stream because I've, I've proven over the last month that I can grow. I can double my numbers. So but it, it, it was a strain. I, I want to touch on that as a bit of like a, a safety concern. Now, I would not just be like, take three months off work and go stream full time for three months and see if you can make a run for it. You're better off actually just trying to just learn all the ropes first before you do a hard run at trying to make something of it because you're going to yeah. like have days where you're like, I can't get my stream to fucking run good. What the fuck's up with this like bitrate issue? Like, There's going to be so many little fucking random things that just really, really, really like just random. Um, and then you want to be at those updates. Yeah, and you want to be at your be oh, dude. Don't talk to me about Windows updates the other day. Anyway, yeah. um <laughs> and you want to be financially secure as well. Like financial security is the number one. If you have a family to look up, it's fine if like okay, if you're if you're living at home and and you've just got out of school and you want to give it a good run and your parents are supportive, that's cool. Go for it. You're in a very unique situation. I'm a 30 year old dude. I gotta be able to pay my bills. I couldn't. I didn't quit my job for 18 months. I worked and streamed. If I had it my way and I was fucking 18 and I was still living at home, there is absolutely no way the second I got like 10 viewers, I would have quit my job. But I was young and that's the kind of thing that young people do. They take risks. It's, it, it's terrifying. It, it's terrifying yeah. to make that jump. It's terrifying. That's And like, I, I can't touch base on that because I, a lot of people know a lot of people don't. I was put on disability five years ago. Um, and then I started streaming everything and I, I, I got to a point I'm actually self-sufficient. I took myself off disability. It's one of the things that I was most happiest about that I've accomplished in life was I'm self-sufficient again. I can do this. I have nothing to go back on. It, it, it's not disability. To take yourself off. It's, it's not like, oh, hey, you know, this didn't work out. You know, let's start it again. You know, you know, send me a check again every month. Um, it's terrifying it, it's terrifying it, it's something that takes a lot of work i see these other streamers and being a streamer i realize how much work other people are putting in for this people who like slush said he can't imagine how people have families and do this i have my nieces here for a week and a half two weeks right now because fucking uh my my brother-in-law had cancer and he just had surgery yesterday so i have my nieces here i've been running around like a fucking chicken with my head cut off the past two days and i haven't had time to do anything anything and then on top of that i this fucking last windows update just borked my fucking pc and i've been ripping up that parts the same out for me, man. hardware test and everything and it, it just did it to me a month ago too i was pissed so like after this stream i'm waiting for my pc to crash in any minute after the stream i gotta go back and uh you know uh do a fresh install of windows and rebuild everything so i'll, I'll put this into the next question because they're, they're very linked to the previous one how much time do you spend outside of actual streaming on your channel, art, merch, video editing, networking, etc.? Um, 
I'm actually really interested to hear where Will's Kings and Voxy oh, come no, from because I took the slice. I got, all time. I got skip last question. I was, like, I was like, I was like waiting for Kings to finish up. I got skip last question. Yeah, so Will has tip both questions then. Okay, so I'll basically start out. So I was in that unique situation where Slush was talking about, you know, uh, about to turn 19 years old. I'm 18 years old. I'm getting involved with Ballistic Games, you know, through Clean, that whatnot. Um, and he got me into, you know, he got me into the idea of streaming. So I started dabbling with it, like, when I was about to turn, like, 19 years old. I was also working at a rehab facility at the same time. It was, like, it was like my first real job, going to school um, full-time as well, just doing, doing it all. But I like streaming so much, man. Like, I saved up. I went to PAX East that next year. I was streaming throughout that time. I went to PAX East, and I hung out with all the Tarkov streamers. And I was like, man, like, this, you know, this is where I want to be. You know, I'm, I'm young enough to take that risk. You know, I might as well take the risk on something that I love and, you know, fail at it and not something that I don't like. You know, fail at something I, I don't like. Um, so I saved a few grand up, man, just to have the, you know, that bills for money. Nothing crazy because I still live at home, right? I have that, that great opportunity. I'm 20 years old now. Um, and then I just went full time with it, man. Thing, snowball just kept rolling and rolling. Just things kept working out for me, man. Pretty much it for me. I'm in that great situation. Just living at home, living it up, enjoying myself, taking the risk while I'm young. And I still plan to go back to back to school. So, yeah, I guess um, it's, it's unique to everyone, though. Like, I, I think can't, like, I can't give you uh, it's the same as uh, someone coming and giving you financial advice when they don't understand how much money you earn or like your assets or something like that. It's, it's a unique situation. It needs to be tailored for everyone. I was, uh, yeah, so I was in, I was in a very similar situation with Willers too, like still living at home, but paying rent four ways with my fiance, uh, my mom and my dad. So my rent was quite low. I looked at my cost per living and I remember I first started streaming. And, uh, at that point I was working actually three jobs and I was also studying at uni and I'd actually saved up some pretty good cash. And I remember I first started streaming and probably what made it possible for me was having that extra income. And because if you want to be watched, you have to be watchable and you need to make, if you're going to go full time, you need to make purchases for your stream. You need to be watchable. Like I used that money. I like conserved it. I understood like what I needed to get priority items was a webcam and a mic. And then I realized that my old i5 could barely handle any sort of encoding. Then it was like i7, but like full-time streaming is not a joke, but you you know, if you're in a situation like me and Willis, I'm assuming is very similar. Like, you know, your cost of living, you just got to make a jump. Like I'm not encouraging that you do it straight away, but my advice to you, if you are going to do it, buy the things that you need to buy and be ready for when you do it, because you're going to have to start to need that money to live. My dude, it's not just buying PC parts because willy nilly and you're young and I can buy everything I want. <laughs> you need to survive yeah. now. Yeah. Well, that the same was, was a hit to me, man. I, uh, I started streaming and I'd just been upgrading my PC with all my money from all the money that was donated to my stream. And then I was just like, oh shit. Oh, now I need to pay bills. I, I probably went full time too early, but it's like, it scared the hell out of me, man. Yeah. I mean, it was great early on for me just because like, I didn't have like a lot of bills at the time, but you know, as I started growing as a streamer, you know, I got to tack on more bills. I got to take more responsibilities for getting older. Right. Um, so I did, I spent a lot of money on my PCs early on. I got two P I got the stream PC. I actually earned enough in a month to pick up a stream PC, uh, off streaming. And I did that, spent all the money on the stream PC. And then I had my game PC that I upgraded right before because I was working with Battlestate as well. And then I got involved with Bohemia Interactive and next April, like on April, uh, of last year about, um, and so, but now it's just full-time stream grinded, got the bills. The only thing I don't have to pay for is rent. And that's just because I help my pops out and he just, he totally supports what I do. My but, grind and that kind of thing. And knowing that the fact that you are now, well, we're all reliant on our paycheck from streaming. 
how much time do you guys put into your stream? Like, so with Will's if I'm first. awake, I'm working on it. I'll, I'll stream about six to 10 hours a day. And then um, I'd say within this last year, I've really been working a lot of things off, off stream, especially with Black Sight, um, which we have a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. Um, uh, stream related and other stuff. I just don't really want to go into it on, on, on the podcast today. Um, but I'd say about six to 10 hours a day on stream. And then say, I'd say give or take anywhere from two to four more hours off stream. A lot yeah, of hours. I would probably say, like, as I take probably just after my stream for editing video, but uh, I've been pretty slack until I upgraded to Horizon. But I, I like, it's my job. So honestly, I spend every pretty much waking minute that I'm not either at the gym or with my missus doing stuff for the stream, watching my streams back, changing my EQ or trying to fix my audio, get my picture quality or fix my recordings or organize my PC, my stream. Like it's just a mess. Like sometimes you just got to organize videos and brainstorm ideas. Like I, I will say once you, yeah, once you become a full-time streamer, you never stop thinking about your stream. Every minute <laughs> is yeah. thinking about your stream. It no, never wrong, stops. It's a, it's it never disease. stops. I'm getting it's better at disease. it. I'm getting better. I'm when, not when, off, man. Yeah, I can't hear. I can't I, do it. I can't do it. When, when I went on my big partner push, I was streaming 12 to 16 hours a day for a month straight. Then after that, you're, you're, it's not, it doesn't end there. You look at analytics. You look at all this other stuff. You look at... If you had a bad day, you go back, you watch the VOD, you you figure out why people are leaving, what's going on. You have to go back and see what other streamers, what time of day is working, what time of day isn't, what's changing. If you just if you just stick at something and it's not working, it's not going to change. You don't just keep at it. Um, currently, I mean, like the, the past few weeks, I had to take a few weeks off for life issues. Uh, then I also have a, a, a different issue that most people probably don't deal with where, I, you know, I got my neurological disorder and there's times where I'm stuck in bed for two weeks. Uh, and then I, I can, if I'm not careful, I can hurt myself coming back. But if I'm on my standard schedule um, and streaming day to day normally and I'm feeling okay, uh, you know, with uh, sponsorships, a stream, dealing with a stream team, everything else, networking and everything, 14 to 18 hours a day, 14 to 18 hours a day when, when you're in your grind mode and uh, you're just doing it consistently. Um, even, even when you dial it back and you try to relax, it's 12 hours a day. It, it's work. Even yeah. if you only stream for eight hours. So, um, I pretty much am exactly with Kings there. I, if I'm awake, I'm working. Um, I've got a pretty strict work regime now. I, I get up, I stream eight hours. I then I immediately get off the computer. I try to push myself for two to three hours, but usually I'm back within an hour and a half. And then I'm on the computer for the rest of the night. Um, unless I actually have something to do, like a life thing to do, I am working. Uh, is it a YouTube editing, networking, all the other stuff that you guys just touched on? Um, and it's 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 pretty full on. And particularly in my earlier days, I would sleep four to five hours a night. And now I sleep six. I got a solid six hours sleep a night now. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. It's it's. If you didn't love what we, if we didn't love what we did, there is no fucking way. And no. if you're doing it for the money, it doesn't fucking work. You cannot, you're gonna fail yeah. so quick. You yeah. fail so quick. Um, yeah, we can see straight through you, man. I I, I I I make sure. So it's pretty obvious what happens with Tarkov, right? Everyone's pretty used to it now. A wipe happens. It's really fucking hot for about three or four months, and then we're waiting for the patch. Next what? 
during that waiting for the next white period, you'll see me stream less. That's where I take days off. I go and do extra stuff. Um, I, I, I get out of the house. I'm skateboarding every day at the moment. Like I, I just make sure I go take those extra hours. I stream six hours instead of eight sometimes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, a standard day for me, I, uh, I get up at like probably 7 a.m. and take my wife to work and then come back and I'll do like stream stuff until around 11 a.m. and then I'll stream for 12 hours, maybe like 11, 10 some days if I'm not really feeling it. And then afterwards, I'll usually work on the stream, like networking. If I'm doing YouTube, I'll put in more hours, but I usually go to bed around 1 or 2 a.m and then sleep for like six, five, five, six hours and then get up. And I'll usually, I usually run through like the entire week, just like getting lower and lower sleep, uh, higher and higher sleep deprivation until Saturday. And then I'll sleep too. I have, I have days off on Saturday to spend with the wife, but I usually sleep till two in the afternoon on Saturdays. You, you do have to find a balance with, with everything else in life. I think yeah. that's a huge thing that some people don't realize when, when they try to push for that, to make that jump, not even do a full-time streamer, but just for, for growth overall, they'll, they'll dedicate so much time to it that it takes away from other aspects of life. They're finding a balance to keep everything the way it should be is, is very hard to do. Uh, as past slush said, everybody, you will lose sleep or sleep. Excuse me. You will lose sleep over this. If you're doing it like this and it, it, it takes a lot of ethic, a lot of dedication, um, you know, and if you're doing it for the right reasons, uh, it, it, it takes luck too. It takes luck. You could be an amazing streamer and never go over five viewers just because it, it takes a little bit of luck as well. Um, but finding that balance and not getting what's called the streamer burnout is a real fucking thing. It's a real. Oh thing. yeah, because when right. I when when I switched from full sorry partner to full time, I started realizing it was my job. But the truth is, guys, when you work a job, you have time away from your job, and you need to understand that because like I lost love for hobbies that used to keep me sane playing drums going to the gym um spending my time with family and like i got to this point where i was like oh my god it's my job and then i just like forgot what a job was and then i just i was on every single hour doing stuff for the stream to the point that i started streaming and i was just tired people would come in and be like okay i may as well start playing lo-fi jazz music and make it a resi but you know if you come in here to sleep on your uni or procrastinating but like, let's be honest, guys, you need outlets like gym, anything that you've got. And like, if you, when you fall, yeah, when you start streaming, especially full time, you need to maintain those because like King said, the burnout, it's, it's a serious thing. There's not, there's, you, there's yeah. a lot of, not a lot of what, uh, not a lot of hours in the day to do this. It's hard. Yeah, definitely. Hardest thing for me is with like, I guess, finding your outlets is. I stream late as as hell, dude. Like I have like no social life. Like, but that then again, all my buddies have moved out of state for college. They're in the military, that kind of thing. Um, but and when I when I stream, I mean slush, like I'm on at your times, dude. When it's middle of the day, I, it's middle of the night for me. I'm getting on middle of the night streaming to the to the early morning because that's what I like to do. My house is quiet. It's just me. I can be as loud as I want. I'm just I'm just on the grind, just doing my thing. Well, the but that, the bonus is we have a very social job, so like we oh, can yeah. we can talk a lot. Like I I get well I get like this kind of stuff is 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 social. I mean it's not outside and 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 it's but it's basically the same thing. It's social. All right. Um, we've got a lot of questions booked up, so I'm gonna tr I might just cut people a little bit shorter on these now. Um. We got that one. Uh, 
So what would you say main what would you say main gaming is better for streaming versus variety stream? Yes. Yeah. If you bounce around games, you're not gonna you're not gonna grow as a streamer. That's that's a lot of streamers are here say you gotta stick to one game at the beginning and hopefully eventually be able to be variety, but it's kinda hard to be a variety streamer nowadays. It really is. You can't get away with it because yeah. All of us, we play Tarkov, right? We play Tarkov. Maybe if you get off after playing a few hours of Tarkov, having your viewership up high and switching games, you might be able to carry those guys over. But if you start, let's say, let's say we start with uh, Call of Duty, right? We're gonna be fucked on viewership that day. We're not gonna we're not gonna get the same growth as we did on another, another day. Like, if if I switch games, I'll start with Tarkov because that's my main game. That's and same, then I'll switch same, after yeah. that. Yeah, but it's also about playing games that are relevant too. Like I find that if I stick to my category like you'll pull the same sort of viewership anyway. I think that it's part of being variety is understanding that, Hey, I I didn't start off and talk of then switch halfway through to Fortnite. Like here. Yeah. I was going to say here, Vox is trying to defend Fortnite. Yeah. Um, it, you do have to like I I would consider all of us like survival game streamers. If you if you want to stick in, you want to be playing. You're like your seven days to die or like yeah yeah Daisy that like survival game sort of stuff. If you if you're in this kind of zone, but like picking a game is integral to where you can grow your stream. If you pick a game where there's like five thousand viewers, but it's like one dude with forty nine hundred and then twenty people with one viewer, then you're not going to grow in that category. I will say that like playing other games on stream is beneficial for your future. But like that being said, when I guess you have a foundation of viewership um, because we won't have Tarkov forever. Like we'll have to move eventually. There'll be a time where we have to leave Tarkov. <laughs> and, and that's, I would call that your exit strategy. Yeah. I, I'm actually um, starting a second YouTube channel. I'm actually going to look at buildings, a whole different kind of thing. That's like, uh, what's called like self-sustainable away from talk from actually twitch streaming i actually want to like okay. to have an adventure side of um of my life as well where i'm actually going to do other stuff so then that way if like if streaming goes to shit say the biggest fear for a streamer is like i guess would be their account gets permanently banned bam overnight then what do you do you know like we don't have job security with that like if we were to get banned overnight permanently banned like i'd have my next paycheck on 15th this month and then uh, that'd be it so um, that's why I'm actually putting safety nets in other other things like um, a second YouTube channel focusing on adventure and outdoors. So I th- it's, you've got to be smart with um, with that. And even with the longevity of Tarkov, we don't actually have like okay, Tarkov gets released and everything's all good, and they don't. It goes into like what do you call it when the development stops and it's um, like maintenance. Goes into maintenance. Uh, I think it's called eleven point seven. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> um, and so like, yeah, we would have to switch games. So it, it's definitely something we all have to. But if we if we were switching games, it'd be it'd be to something that is of a similar like style to Tarkov, I, I reckon, because we all we all have similar tasting games. But if it's something like say Dead Matter came out and Dead Matter became the new Tarkov, you, know, you would probably find most of us playing that. Uh, if if we enjoy it, that is. So some people will split off and play different things. And, I think I would play something totally different. I, I, I will. Oh, I was, oh, was going to say, like, I will say, like, um, because I, I've known Deadly and Markstrom for a few years now, like, back when, like, we were playing DayZ and stuff. 
And those guys had a great transition. You know, Daisy was kind of stale, but Tarkov was rising up. So they carried right over just fine. Like that was like that was their out of out of Daisy. They switched right over games just fine. And now they're even bigger playing Tarkov than they were on Daisy. Yeah. Uh it, it, there's definitely different ways to do it. Um I'm actually kind of curious about this one. Do you guys plan on what to do in your stream sometimes, as in two hours of X and two hours of Y? And if you do, do you focus on not derailing from it? I try, but it never works out. I go with the flow. <laughs> if chat's having a good time, why stop and switch? Yeah, definitely. Like, I'll start on Tarkov until I stop feeling it. And if I'm, there's two options either end the stream or switch games sometimes with me. Like, but if I'm feeling it, man, I'll just keep going. Ten hours of Tarkov, there's, like water off a duck's back. But yeah, I'll there, plan to be like, oh, there, sandstorm half and half, but then it won't happen. And and even even going beyond that, you, I've there's been days where I've had viewer raids planned, and something pops up, and I'm doing something, and Chet's having such a good time, and I'm enjoying it so much, and it's good content that I that I just say, sorry, but we can't do this today. We're going to continue doing what we're doing. Um, yeah, I don't have. I don't day, really like to plan. I don't have a specific, like I'm doing two hours, but like this stream, I'm doing this. And then if it doesn't work, I quickly change to just like, all right, I'll just do raids. Yeah. But like, you know, like my long streams or I'll do meme runs today. Like after this, I'll just be teaching people Tarkov. I'll just be answering questions and helping people out with learning Tarkov. And I'll just, I'll have a theme for the stream and that's it. I don't do like mass research on most of mine. Um, but it, it's, yeah, I always have a topic in my mind for the, I when I uh when there's a new wipeout, I'll have a topic. I'll be like, okay, today I'm going to pound my quests and unlock this this certain person. Or if there's a new gun or a new map, I'll say, okay, today I'm just gonna learn this new map or just use this gun, and then uh and then see what it's like. Uh, but a lot of the time, like I'll I'll start out and it'll be two hours in, and then someone will be like, why is your title SA58 gameplay? I've only seen you use a TT. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd, I'd lose track. I'm, I'm a, I'm a very unfocused person. You, 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 but I think the, the, the answer to the question is you do need to have an idea of what you're doing that day to just have that little bit of a theme to your stream or to that little bit of a, it's the, it's the creative aspect. You know what I mean? Creative aspect. That's, um, that's important. So you, we have that idea. All right, we're going to do these kind of raids today. And that's why people will be attracted to the stream, I guess. Um, I, I, this question is going to be directly aimed at Kings. Do you think a face cam gives an advantage in streaming? I think Kings just said in the chat. Way. Yeah, he said he's taking a piss. Oh, all right. uh, well, Willis doesn't have a webcam at the moment, and he said it was a good question. Do you think a face cam gives an advantage in streaming? Well, I liked it because, like, you could take it two ways. Kings has a great voice, right? His voice sells it, right? But if you don't want to be on camera, you gotta, I think you got to have that good voice. I mean, or be an entertaining guy, just chill guy, like a smoke or like a defect or something like that. Um, but I do know that people love seeing the reaction of their streamer, whether they like, have a crazy moment, they want to see facial expressions or like, you know, they get a sub or a donation. They're like, you know, the reaction is really what people love. Like, that's one thing I, I, have, uh, I have noticed. People love reaction. The two of the biggest taco streamers don't have face cams. Smoke and Anton. Yeah. Yeah, with the great streamers, they're great broadcasters. I think, I think what you need to take note of is both of them have really clear audio quality. Like it's, if if they haven't spent good money on their audio, I'd be very surprised. Like oh, very yeah. good audio quality, and Anton particularly, you know he's feeling his reaction 
by his voice. He will speak. It's almost like ASMR. It's like everything yeah. he's thinking, he's feeling yeah. comes out in his voice. Like it's, it's, Oh, that fucking clip where, it, where yeah. he's like, he dies, and he's like, Warren! Like, and you know what his face is doing during that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, oh, it depends okay. on your style of humor as well. Like, if you're if you're a, a very emotive person with your expressions, like, you, you probably need a, a webcam. Like, you need to you need to be able to self-assess and, and say, am I emotive in my voice? I, have a, I, for the vast majority, have a fairly deadpan, shitty voice, but I feel like I'm pretty emotive with my well arms and head so i put that on camera and yeah but you can yeah but slashy can barely so get I, out of his chair so that makes sense yeah true true nice so i did that's <laughs> i i don't use helps to me Jesus christ my mom can't uh, get i just head. i went to take a piss but i seen the message or the uh the question rather about using a face cam i've people know what i look like i used a face cam one day there's a reason i don't use one uh, i'll probably be turning it on soon um I always say that, but like I, it, face camps help. Don't get me wrong, but you don't, you just have to be entertaining. You have to be entertaining. Uh, Pest made a good point, a great point about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, having somebody as uh, their voice being expressive, being able to see the emotion in somebody's voice where it doesn't seem like they're reading off a piece of paper. Um, so, and I mean, I've had people come in and say, hey, uh, you know, thanks for not using a face cam. And I had people come in and say, hey, I'm not going to watch you because you don't use a face cam. At the end of the day, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck, but I'm, I'm going to do me. I know it's best for me at the moment. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, do I think it helps? I think it's beneficial. I would always recommend one to a new streamer. A lot of people won't even click on a, on a, you know, an icon if they don't see a face cam on somebody's stream. Being said, do I think it's needed? No, not if you have the right personality and you you know how to entertain and you know capture somebody's right. attention. The things to note with it is, possible. is generally you need to be like like I shower every morning before my stream. You need to be a little bit presentable. Um, it's not attractive to people to go click on a stream and they're just like they look like they're hungover and. You know, like you know what I'm oh, trying to say. I feel like, like this is just a personal dig. I, 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 I was, I was just gonna ask why we're taking shots at Batty. Well, I thought <laughs> Slash was actually just about to pass out as soon as Pastilli started talking. But... I've got a really good, I've got a really good um video of me when I first started streaming, and it's like my green screen is like, just like it's like a square around me, and it's just like really, really bad lighting on it, and you could just tell yeah. that I might as well not have a green screen or just had it fully yeah, green. If you can't, if you can't work out the lighting for a green screen to have it work perfectly, all you need is a, a Logitech C922 and a green and a, and green fabric and lighting. If you can't have it work perfectly, like that's all Deadly Slob has, and his works perfectly. That's all I had when I had mine start, and that was and that was perfect. If you can't get it working perfectly, people are not going to like it. So you don't, need to don't work use it, out. it. You have to. So you want your picture to be clear. If you are using a webcam, you need to actually go to the effort of, in my opinion, looking presentable. And um, it's like, see how Slush's room looks sick. Mine looks like eh. And Vox's is like a single drawer and a fucking roughed up door. Well, I'm a green screen streamer, so it's like behind me there, the Elgato one. Well, but same. But that's same why I changed dude. my room for podcasts, man. I didn't want a green screen anymore because I wanted a nice podcast room. Yeah, I need to fix mine up. But it's a perfect <laughs> example. Like, Slashes looks sick. Mine's but uh, And then I would not want to, like, I don't know. It looks like 
I don't know, bloody Vox's in bloody El Stewart's dungeon. Yeah, you but we've like... got golf clubs there. Like, I mean, that's... oh, talking point golf clubs. Well, there you go. So, yeah, you got 50 cal thing down the bottom. It's getting there. <laughs> you guys yeah, get the point, like... though. Um, I mean, King's rooms look the best. Great. Pretty sure there's a lot of bars. See my room on my channel. And people wearing orange, but you know, I have, I, I actually have the <laughs> suction cup dildos in the back wall because I like to rock climb. But after I got that neuro disorder, I can't travel to do it anymore. Um, I'm really interested with this one as well. What would you all deal? How would you all deal with a vacation of some sort? Um, well, actually, we talked about this before. Um, like. I don't know, taking taking extended breaks off, like they're great, right? Like going and vacate going to like TwitchCon, PAX East are awesome because you're going out to hang out with your friends from streaming and that kind of stuff. But like um like I took a week off one time, right? And I got really hard on myself because when I came back, like I had dropped five hundred subs and being a full time streamer, like holy shit, you know, like that that's crazy. So it kind of freaks you out a little bit. Take like that was like gonna take like seven or eight days off um to go on a trip. So it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Like I try not to take long periods of breaks off, not to just freak myself out. I try to like make it like three, four days max and then get back to stream and get back on that's that's me personally but it's weird too because like i've got to the point where i think i'm actually addicted to streaming like when i'm on holiday <laughs> it's all i can think about and like if, because i'm not yeah i'm not very good, good at talking to people in person but when i'm streaming it's so good for expressing myself so i started to feel anxious when i was on holiday like i was like i'm so keen to go back but i knew that Dude, i needed to uh, break i was on my honeymoon just before the last white it was it was um it was meant to drop during the week of my honeymoon and it got pushed back to the monday after i got back and i was on my honeymoon watching the pre-wipe event and my wife was like put your fucking phone down like i was like <laughs> i was struggling <laughs> like nice. the first five yeah. days of my honeymoon i was sweet i was like loving it i was skydiving i was doing all this fun stuff the last two days i was just like get me home want to go home <laughs> it's the addiction well, side but I, it's also the fear side mean, of like loss of income and security and i just i just took a whole month off from uh, the middle of may to the middle of june and when i before i started doing it i planned for this for months months beforehand six seven months beforehand and i had enough money to cover my entire earnings for that month that i took off i had to i had to have that plus the trip because I just went into it with the mentality that I'm not going to earn a single thing with this. I, I sort of got lucky. I got paid out for my job because I quit my job and I had enough money to buy a uh, streaming backpack, which I took away with me. And I streamed while I was away as often as I possibly could. But it wasn't, it's, it's nowhere near the amount of, uh, nowhere near amount of the love that you get when you're playing like your regular game or Tarkov. The, the income was a severe hit to me. Uh, but it was like the trip of a lifetime. I wanted to go away. You need to, was needed you because when you come back, you're yeah. so much more entertaining because you're just enjoying yourself again. And you've got so, stories to talk about though too. Like he's yeah. probably got like, he caught up with Tweak. Yeah. He's got like stories to talk about when he met Tweak. And when someone yeah. talks about Tweak in his chat, he goes, oh, I met him in, did this and hugged. And... But IRL streaming's huge, man. I wish I had that set up. Because that's what, like, Everyone would have been like, okay, I'm pretty sure Slash Puppy's dead. But like when he was in Europe, he was like IRL streaming and shit. So people knew. Yeah. I was just, try, just trying to like, you got to try and keep your name out there. Like I know that when Pest has taken time off before, he loads up like 50 YouTube videos to post every day. And <laughs> but... posts like 
posts like uh like get on your get on your twitter get keep in touch with your discord like daily posts in your discord daily posts on your twitter talking about what you're doing that's what the whole time i was away i was like i was like just fucking spamming the shit out of twitter like everything i did got a picture so my honeymoon yeah. was eight days off and i preloaded eight youtube videos to cover it and then i also did um one instagram post per day and i did um one twitter post per day so and 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 that was like so i didn't just get fixated on a job i was actually meant to take time off it's it's important to to really when you do have time off to take time off as well though but you are right definitely keeping in some sort of link to your channel and your community is important but people also understand well, as well like interaction aspect they're not, they're not going to be like, oh, he's on a honeymoon. That fuck it. He just didn't stream for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, know, that's like... the thing. Like the day, the day I came back, I landed at 9am in the morning and I was on stream at 10 after, after fixing up some food and some stuff around the house. And my stream came through and like literally the second I landed, I, I was on for an hour and had like 500 subs, 500 more subs because my stream was just like, holy shit, he's back. But if you did that at a lower level of like streaming, it, it you might not be able to achieve that kind of stuff. Obviously, different different strokes and stuff. But I, it's I always like oh I was I always preach consistency. Yeah, yeah, I I always preach consistency, especially as a new streamer, and how easy it is to watch somebody else. If if you know you're say you're going to be live and you're continuously not making that stream and not being there, they're going to stop coming to watch because they're not going to expect you to. Yeah, uh, people yeah, don't so like remember how... like your stream times. They just know that sometimes, yeah. like, if you're so consistent, they know every time they open Twitch, roughly at this time you're on. And like, people are terrible. You can yeah. tell them your start time a million times, and they probably won't even remember yeah. it. Like some of your every, real every key single, ones will, but like every single Saturday, I get probably three to four messages in my Discord saying, "Why aren't you on?" I take every fucking Saturday off, man. <laughs> Have for the last eighteen months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will be hung over. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um all right, so there's a few questions that all kind of link together, so I'm not really sure how to do this. We'll start with this one. Can you bring up what time is it best for new streamers to stream or everyone's opinion on it? I think I'll I'll touch on what I think. I Kings will say exactly what I'm about to say, which is if you want to stream, start streaming. Um, the time of the day does matter, but it doesn't matter as much as you think and for the same reasons. Like, um, a good example is if I, my, when I stream, it's mostly Europeans and Americans watching. Um, when Slush streams, it's mostly Europeans and Australians watching. And then... Because uh, I've gotten more early now. It's more Americans now, but it was originally that, yeah. And, and so it's more about knowledge of your audience. Um, for me, like I'm mostly talking to Americans and Europeans, but if, if Slush was streaming as usual or where he was streaming mostly in, in the evenings, Australian time, I, I remember telling him like, just learn some German words. Like, cause there's a lot of Germans that watch Tarkov and at least the Germans feel like they're connected to. You. Um, and I think that's kind of important to like know your audience in that respect, but I don't think streaming in specific times is going to help you grow or not grow to the point of, like, if you can grow at, you can grow at any time. It doesn't matter what time of the day. Yeah. Well, 
the I think a lot of people are like, is there a time where I can I can shove myself in there and there's going to be like more viewers available for the poaching and stuff like that? And it's like, if you aren't if you haven't streamed before, you don't share viewers with anyone else, so no one on is going to affect you. So this doesn't matter. Just stream what's good for you. That's, can I just also say I, that like how important is the stream at the right time if you're doing this as a job though? Like for when I first started, I was just streaming hours because I felt like there were hours that I was comfortable with streaming. But then I started to think about like, who am I actually reaching here? Like, like when you start taking it seriously, you start understanding time zones as well. Like you start Googling like different time zones and knowing peak hours and when the big boys start. And it's just, it's kind of like, it starts off when you first start streaming, like Pest said, King said, anyone who has half a brain or half switched on will say, just start streaming. But once it becomes a job, then you'll start understanding time zones because it's your job you'll, to know. You'll understand. Yeah, you, you'll start understanding. Uh, like, I, I hate the word, but it's the word you got to use. Demographic. The demographic, how uh, Pest, Pest is saying uh, Americans and Europeans. Um, I used to do a split stream um, with my neuro disorder. It's hard sometimes to keep a schedule, but I used to do a split stream where in the morning uh, I would target people in the u.s in their office that aren't doing their jobs and they're watching video games online but hey you know i'm all fucking about it you know you're, you're helping <laughs> my day <laughs> but at, at the same time while i was hitting that audience at the same time and you know the uk it's people getting off of work and kids getting out of school and then they would come in and then at night i'd come back at night and i would stream at night for the second part of my split stream and it, it flip-flop I'd, I'd get the kids in the u.s and i'd get the adults at their office jobs over in the uk uh, so the time you stream can be important, as Vox said. Once you start doing it seriously, and you you know you're you want to give your audience the best time to watch, that are generally always there and always waiting for you to go live. But if you're just starting, like Slush said, you do not share your viewers with anybody at that time. You're trying to establish your your brand, essentially your your stream. Just get on and do it. If you're thinking about streaming and you're playing a game and you're not streaming, you're a fucking idiot. Just just start up the stream. Just start up the stream and literally just when it's convenient for you is is the best time in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, like we when uh we like I share viewers with a lot with Pest. We came up together. If if I, I can there's there's nothing I can do about this and and I am not gonna be like a, a, a naysayer of, of, of Pest don't stream or something like that. But like, if I am on at nighttime and Pest starts streaming, we share viewers. I will drop viewers. Pest, in turn, because we share viewers, will have less viewers at nighttime. If he's on and I'm not on at nighttime, he'll have more viewers because we share people. But there's nothing you can do about that. Like ending your stream because of that is not going to help you. There's no point in worrying about it until it's like the Tarkov sort of like if you have like Tarkov late in this wipe. Now it, it becomes a different issue because like, say there's no one massive streaming during my time zone. I can achieve number one in Tarkov. Then that's a boost to my channel and I can get more followers because people always click on the first channel. So it's like, it, it, it doesn't matter as much as you think it does, but it, it matters. Yeah. For different reasons, as Pess said. There was a point before and it's exactly what Slice is talking about here. So Red Army said, I was getting 10 to 20 viewers, but once Stummit started streaming this game, I've gone down two to three, very depressing and discouraging. Now, so with that one, which is really interesting, is at the start of a wipe, you are going to have everyone playing Tarkov. So you'll have Sacriel, you'll have like Smoke will be back, all these massive streamers. Like, I won't even be near number one. Like, I'll be number four, five, oh, or six. 
you know, like I'll probably be sitting on like 200 viewers if that for the entire first month of the wipe. And and everyone's numbers drops. Like Shroud will playing, Summit will be playing. There's all these numbers, all these people. So if you are actually have you do have an established stream, by what I mean is you've actually got a community. Doesn't matter how small, and they are returning every day. Even though someone like Summit's here, um, and your numbers will drop, he's bringing new people to Tarkov. And when more people play Tarkov, then the community grows. And it's it's exactly why this podcast is so good. Like we are all technically a competition to each other, but the way and I and I discussed it before the, the podcast, and they all understand and agree with me is if we're uh, all helping grow the Tarkov community, therefore Tarkov grows, and then we're all more successful. Um, and it's important that to understand like whilst your numbers may drop during the peak hours, being while well, Summit streaming right now or um, right after the wipe when all these big streamers come back, later on in those wipes where you're still playing Tarkov and they've gone on to other games, your numbers will go up. So I always, like, there's a graph of, like, how my numbers always fluctuate and every wipe it's, it's going up because there's more, the community's growing. Tarkov's community's growing and that's what makes it... Uh, yeah, but also, also in a way, when wipe happens, people would rather play than watch... And like, if you are a starting streamer, just know that the closer it gets to wipe, the more people are watching you because they cannot be stuffed playing themselves. And yeah. it will just always be that way. Well, like it, the best time to stream for a new person is now. Like exactly it, as, as late in the wipe as possible. There's no massive streamers on. There's just so many, so many fucking opportunities to grow your stream right now. That's this is when you should be doing it. And yeah, learn the game as well. Yeah, I know that. Like, if if summit is summit's on, that's it's given a big boost. But like, because he's boosting those stream those stream numbers, now is the time. If you, I mean, if you get a stream, like, do it now, no matter what. But mm. we'll see it with Willers too, because he's pushing for partner, and he's chosen a really, really good time to do it as well. Like, talk of in his current oh. state, everything. Yeah, he's uh, summit alone. Like, and all these new guys coming, like, like in growing our community. Like I was like low low hundreds to mid hundreds, and like now I'm almost 200 average viewer streamer, like without host or raids. Like that's just because the community's growing, and I'm growing along with it, which is a great feeling. Um, which goes into another point, um, which was how do you feel about bigger streamers taking on smaller streamers to help them grow, like running through raids, games, and just helping them in general? So Summit playing Tarkov right now is is pretty much right on point of of what that is. Um. I'll let the other guys answer first, and I'll give my points at the end. Well, running with small blokes. Well, big streamers um, running with small streamers. Let's look at Dottie. I, I'll say, yeah, no, Dottie's doing great. And Dottie's, I, I love Dottie as a streamer, and he's handling it very well. Um, at the end of the day, it's still going to, the thing that it's going to end with is, are you entertaining yourself? Yeah. I, I could play with. I could play with fucking anybody and they could be the best player in the fucking world. But if I go to their stream and they don't say anything and ignore their chat or anything, nothing's going to happen. Playing with them, the host, nothing. Shouting them out, nothing's going to happen. At the end of the day, it's on that streamer to retain that audience. To retain that audience as a streamer, you have to be entertaining. You have to give them a reason to come back to that stream. So it's great seeing these, these bigger guys playing with smaller people. Um, I still consider myself a small streamer on Twitch. Um, you know, I'm partnered. I might average 300 more viewers, whatever. Um, but uh, that that's one of the ways that I, I help myself drive to get better is telling myself I, I can be better. I'm small, et cetera. But um, um, at the end of the day, it's on that streamer. It's a great opportunity. It's awesome to see that support amongst one another for the, the streamers on Twitch. 
But at the end of the day, it's on that smaller streamer um, uh, to retain that audience. Um, we can only do so much. We can only do so much or somebody else can only do so much for somebody else. Yeah. Shroud could host you every single day for the next week and it still wouldn't make you a millionaire streamer. Like if you if you're crap, you need to you need to learn and grow as a streamer, as a content creator, and and become a be like develop your like personality and your and your and your niche and, and all that stuff. You need to be offering something. Willis, do you want to add to that? No, I, I there's nothing really to add. I agree with all that. Yeah. <laughs> King Sig said exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, you, yeah. Um, you could get hosted. Actually, I'm going to put this point right here. If someone hosts you with a large amount of viewers, the worst thing you can do is sit there and thank all the followers and sit in the lobby. I don't care. Like, I'll be like, like Shroud hosted me and I was in the lobby and I literally said, um, oh my God, that's epic. And I pretty much just chucked on whatever gear I could find and clicked join labs. And then I ran that's around labs, labs and I just, this, it was like a freak moment. I decimated like four players and about 12 Raiders in the first three minutes. It's like, you know Will Ferrell in, in, in old school, I think it is, and he has that debate, and he's like, and he's like, everything <laughs> just went, that was like me during that raid. Um, but that is what you want to do. If you get a big host, if you're, if you're, if you're, you want to bring your, your best. And then it's the same when you get a big host or you're playing with someone uh, that's got a really big audience. Um, like, like Dottie's been playing with Summit so much recently. Dottie is constantly, you know how we were talking earlier in the, the podcast about when you're streaming, you're streaming at your best. You always want to be the best you. He's doing that right now. Watch him. He's he's charismatic. He's upbeat. Always like, yeah, let's fuck. He uses all his terminology that I don't understand. American. America. Yeah. You know, like. One. What, like, if you, like, if someone hosts you and it's massive, don't, like, don't sit there just going, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Just say, thank you so much for all the follows, guys. I'm not going to read them out. I'm going to give you some content. It's not yeah, weird. Get, just do it. Get into the game. Get on with that, it. That, when I. When, when I host like twice a week, I'll host people I don't know, one, two viewers. And if they sit there and do that, like Pest was talking, sit there and thank and thank and thank and freak out, I'll tell them, dude, get in the game. Get in the game or they're all going to leave like immediately now. Give yeah. them content. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it can be a bit much. Uh, when I first started streaming, not when I first started, shortly after when I was averaging 30 viewers, I had uh, Choco Taco. Um, host me multiple times. You know, I go from 30 viewers to 4,000, and I quickly learned that whether there's three people, zero people, uh, 30 people, or 3,000, you act the fucking same. You just do your thing and do what you're used to doing. Yeah, I remember because when, when I first started... your stream talk. When I first started streaming, Pestelli dropped a host on me, and I remember because I had no idea what I was doing. I was literally, I think he hosted me in my first week of streaming, which is... I feel fucking bad for the people that actually came over from the host, let's be honest, because <laughs> my quality was pretty terrible. And I remember watching like the statistics at the time I get like these graphs that get sent to you of your viewerships, which are a good way to grow and understand your, your King's hated word demographic. But I remember seeing it and it dropped off and I thought I was doing something wrong. So that made me very self-conscious. But then I realized I watched the VOD back and I was doing exactly what Pestley was saying. I'm like, oh my god! All these people are watching me. I only got one follow a day. Uh, uh, uh. Thank, thanks for the follow. Uh, thanks for the follow. Thanks for the follow. And like, I wasn't doing anything. If you're, if you're, a, if you're comfortable though, and you can, and you can continue to play and talk to chat at the same time, you can read it all. But you gotta like use the like, loading screen to fast. do that. 
Yeah. Make yeah, a game exactly, of it. Yeah. Like, I know this is a bit random, but make a game of it. So when you're like on the load screen, all right, I've only got two minutes to order in the raid. I've got to read out all these followers. Like, and do it. <laughs> and just try your best to do it. Fuck the names up. Just say whatever. Just make up words. Just like, Johnny, Johnny, John. Thanks for the fight. Like, just like, it's <laughs> just like, because yeah. if they see One. you excited about it, then they just get hot. You want to you wanna know what I did when I first started out? My trick? Of course. Have a funny story. Have a funny story on deck. Have a funniest story on deck that you don't tell anybody. When you get a big host, you know, if you start freaking out, you, you know, just focus on the games. You can watch your monitor. You can watch the game provide content. You know that you're not going to be able to look over at your chat right now and reply to everybody. Have a funny story on deck, something you know that may, is going to make people laugh. Tell that story to give yourself time to cool down and unwind and continue with what you're doing on your stream and get into a groove and then focus back on the chat. Um, so moving on from that, how do you feel about the affiliate changes after having to grind for partnership? Correct me if I'm wrong, but affiliates are basically a partner, not just not verified and make less. Um, once again, correct me if I'm wrong. So obviously this only applies to three of us, but um, Voxy and Wills have been working hard to push towards partner. Let's, I actually want to know, why do you guys want to be partner? Like, do you actually know what partner even is and what you benefits you get? Well, I know the I know the benefits of it, man. But personally, like I, I was always so like scared to stream and like you know come out of my shell and do something I truly loved. So for me, man, like like clean pushed me early on to get on the streaming grind, like do it because he knew I always wanted to do it. So for me, getting that check mark means more than just as like its benefits of you know you make a little more on split subs, you get emotes, that kind of stuff, you get better encoding, all that stuff. But for me, man, it's more of the verification of it's like. Yeah, man, you said fuck you. The guy said you couldn't, and you did it. You made it, kind of thing. That's like it's more of a like I did it. Yeah, I made it. You also want to get into that Twitch partner room at PAX. Yeah, like to be yeah. honest with you, for me, uh, being an affiliate now was way better when I first was an affiliate. I mean, having three emotes, tier one, two, tier two, and tier three, and now they're talking about ad revenue, which may not be a lot. Like I'm not going to run them, but like let's just say you guys are getting things, and we're getting things that. I, I dreamt of i was like damn i would kill for three emotes four emotes now we get five i mean look partner for me was mainly because i literally just wanted a board of emotes i wanted people to watch me and like not have to i don't have to sit there and restart the stream endlessly at the start to get transcoding to have people lurk on me at 160p like yeah. this is quality of life things that i'm sick of doing like that's literally the it for me the thing that yeah and and a lot of people uh, i know that you guys understand this is that it, that it doesn't end at partner it, it's, Just start, that's, that's the that's the beginning that's, of the grind that's the beginning that's the beginning that's what i always told people yeah. and i also want to yeah. say that as as a partner that purple check mark before the check mark i was a shitter with a mic now with a check mark i'm a shitter with a mic um <laughs> do not judge yourself on that check mark, that check mark at the end of the day means nothing. It, 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 you don't, if, if you want to be a successful streamer, I considered myself successful at 20 viewers. Why? Because I had fun. That was my escape. That made my day. Uh, appreciating the people who could literally, they could have went and watched Amaranth, but instead they came and talked to me. And that was, that was huge. <laughs> that was huge. Do not put a number on your stream or what you do to make you feel good about yourself. You don't have to, you don't even have to become affiliate to, to be considered what I would call successful at uh, streaming. At the end of the day, it's if you love doing it and you have one 
person who comes into your stream and uses your stream as, as something to relax or enjoy or, you know, out of entertainment. In, in my in my mind, that that's a successful streamer. Some of my favorite streamers, the, the, tiny to 10 words or not words, uh, 10 viewers. Um, and it's just be, they're they're genuine. They're Wait, genuine. But... No, no, fuck no, not Weibo. I was talking about Josh Pops <laughs> TV. I love the guy to death. Love the guy to death. Know, and he's yeah. and he's and he's not a huge streamer. And the other day he came to me and he literally said, I think my channel's dead. And I so the next day I played with him and I afterwards I messaged him. I'm like, get some of the best content I've had in a long time on my stream playing with you. I said, You can't that's why I tell I say never look at numbers. Never look at numbers. It, and like I said, it takes a little bit of luck too. But when you say luck, okay, so I, I hear a lot of people say say luck about this stuff. The the luck comes from hard work. If you if you are not online, Correct. you are not going to get hosted. You need to be there. Correct. You create your own luck by giving yourself the opportunity to be given luck. It's like it's like saying I'm going to win the lottery without buying a ticket. Like it's just not it's not going to happen. If I want to win the lottery, I can increase my luck by buying all the uh, tickets buying every single ticket but it's uh statistically unlikely you're gonna get a host if you're not on the stream um also i want to uh, yeah uh, before, sorry to, sorry to interrupt you i just i don't understand why we're all so mean to weebo but we do love him i just want to say that because <laughs> he's a virgin just to add to um just to add to what was said about the whole partner thing as well is one of the most disgusting things i ever see and i'm not going to name drop but People defining themselves as better because their partner are fuckheads. Honestly, like they're absolute fuckheads. Um, there's people like at either TwitchCon or at, uh, I've, I've seen at other events that I've been to in Australia where like people look down on other people just because they're not a partner or they, they think that they're entitled because they're partner. It's like, honestly, it's just, it's just such a disgusting thing to say. And, um, I Becoming a partner, whilst it is a unique opportunity because there's not that many, it is growing and it is easier to, and to get into. I think they're going to do a rework at some point soon of the requirements to get in, but at the same time, it's like... Well, that's like you. something... That's something that I think. Like, I look at Willers now. I got partner when I was 75 average, just broke 75. Willers is not yet partner. It's very hard to get partner in the US because it's a saturated market. I would say that Willers right now with 100% agreement from myself and probably a lot of view, a lot of viewers, the Willers is a much more fleshed out entertaining streamer than I was when I got partnered. Like I, my, my quality was crap. I was not a good streamer. I was, I was like, I, it's, it was a lot easier to get partner in Australia, but he's not, it doesn't degrade from here. The quality of his stream though. It's just the check mark. I mean, Thanks, man. he I says that. that but... The touch. Also, when he I'm was, sorry. what's that? Sorry, you can go first. I, I'm I'm sorry. Just to touch base with this real quick, because it it correlates with exactly what he said. I know partners with less than a hundred followers. It it's, I literally know partners with less than a hundred followers. Depending on where you, there's so many different things that go into a partner application that they look at rather than just the numbers. So it it's, yeah. I I just don't want somebody to judge themselves or judge their success or what they do on that check mark. I, I, I don't think it's but fair to yourself to do that. If you, if you come up playing one game and you get your 75 average and then become partner and then become a variety streamer and do it as a hobby, you could run around partner 
getting 35 average viewers for the rest of your streaming career. That's it's not uncommon. Yeah, it's, it is uh, true. Um, that's that's what it is. All right. So, do you people do people in chat feel like friends or an audience or something else? I reckon there's going to be a consensus on the same word that everyone's going to say. Well, it's actually kind of different from when you're a smaller streamer to when you're a larger streamer. I, I like, don't I don't think so. I, I would actually disagree with that to well, an extent. Yeah, but I think I would consider my stream kind of like family because I've literally had conversations with the same people for almost a year, just in-depth con- like conversations. And I feel like as you grow as a streamer, you still love your chat and you still want to build this community because it's why you started in the first place. But you also lose that sense of connection when you start pulling big numbers, which is hard. It's probably one of the hardest parts. I wouldn't know what it's like, but I know it's true. Um, I, I always think of my whole chat as a community. Like, and like, I know some people in my community better than others. Like, you know, like it's just part of it. But I always feel like we're all there with a common goal. We all have a passion for Escape from Tarkov and gaming and we all enjoy having a good time. So that that's how I always feel like I'm connected to my chat. Um, like I said, like there's some that I know better than others that have been around for longer. But it, yeah, kind of like a Tarkov fan, but it's just my community. Um, and that's the best thing you can do as a streamer is build a community over anything. I think a, a lot of the people that I consider like like friends on the platform are streamers themselves they were they were viewers and have become streamers or or are viewers while they were streamers and we've come up together and stuff like that that's like that's one of my key things is that i I like have i have a lot of friends that are are streamers but then there's like like a bunch of people that i know a little bit better in the community like my mods and then there's the 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 overall community that like i would consider i consider them all friends to a degree but some people i don't know as well as other people. I, I, I um, talk to Slush more than anyone in my life. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, talk, I talk to Pess more than my wife. <laughs> I definitely yeah. agree with Pess at a community aspect, or like that's what I see them as, but like I'll spend my time after my streams to hang out in my Discord, and whoever wants to come talk to me and hang out, I'll get to know them better, and you know, some of them became good friends of mine. Like That's just how it works, man. Like I'll sit in my Discord, whoever comes in, we'll have conversations, and some people get closer than others. Like, Why not? One thing I always try to do, um, when I said I disagree with Vox, uh, to, to an extent, I'm not calling him an idiot just because I don't agree with him. I mean, he's an idiot on his own terms, but um, I, I, as far as the community and everything, it, it's huge about building a community. Um, my stream might be a little bit different because I focus so much on interaction and talking to people. Um, little known fact, if, if I didn't talk to my chat, I wouldn't have died all wipe and Tarkov. But one thing that I try to do with people, new, new people in stream, you know, you talk to them. You know, you, I appreciate their time coming in, so I'm going to show them that, interact with them, and talk to them. I always try to remember one thing about people, everybody. And uh, I might be a little bit more focused on that, and that's why I disagree a little bit more. Because, um, like, I, when, when I have... You know, there's days where I hit 900 numbers and chat's just flying by. And I still try to read every single comment and reply. It gets hard some days. It does. Or something happens in game where you lose your focus. Um, but that's like I was saying before, whether you have, you know, zero viewers, three thirty, three thousand, you you act the same way. You be genuine. You know, you just be yourself. And But, uh, but as far like, as building the community, that's huge. That's huge. Go ahead, though. 
there's different people though. Like, so like I have, I have a lot of people in my chat that I talk to every single day and I know like tons about their life. We're really good mates. And then you're like, and I, I don't mean to just call you out like Keck, you, Keck W spammer, but Keck W spammer is like, he's always in my stream, but like, I don't know anything about Keck W spammer because all he does is spam Keck W, but he's still part of my community. It's just a different kind of person. Yeah, but see, like, <laughs> yeah. Kings, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. And that's to the point of interaction. And you are very interactive. Mm-hmm. And so is the guy down below me, you know, Slush. But the thing is, he'll know that when he first started, he had those conversations with his mods. And now that he's got just shy of a thousand people on a good nights, way more than that, he doesn't have the same conversations. And no, oh, like not not with thing. not with everyone. I agree. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be able to do that with everybody. But I don't think the fact that a um a uh, the, more viewers should change the way that you interacted prior. You you oh, should still not. have that in my in, in my opinion. Um, so I think that's always going to be there, or it should be rather. Uh, th- those are your roots. That's how you started. That you know that that's you building the start of that community and that base was with those conversations. Um. So even, you know, if he does have a thousand viewers and he's, um, you know, speaking with chat, um, I, I don't think just because those viewers are there, he should change anything with with certain people the way he talked to them before. Um, and uh, I'm always striving. Oh, God, there's Weibo. I'm always striving to get more people like that in chat because I love learning about people. Streaming is all about the interaction and talking to these people. Um, I can't remember who said it. It was either Pest or Slush. They said, if you're streaming and your first thing is, is, oh, hey, I'm going to try to make money, it's not going to fucking work. Uh, you you have to be a people person. You have to be there to interact and everything. Um, so I, I completely understand and I would, agree I with would. where you're coming from. Yeah, I'd go as far as to say is you're like, you kind of run like a family, except you're the touchy uncle. <laughs> I'm the touchy uncle? <laughs> you know that's that's fair i'm not i'm not i'm not even gonna argue i'm not even gonna argue his voice is like warm molasses and so are his fingers <laughs> do you think having a significant name matters uh marketing. something i mean i think definitely marketing. something you can say in one word not, not like anything crazy like you know uh ninja sniper 420 xxx something crazy on. Like you gotta have something simple, man. Something roll off the Anton top. with thirteen underscores. Thirteen underscores. Yeah, that's, dude, I so, remember that. That's uh, before I was kings. My name was I destroy kings with two eyes in the beginning, and I fucking I shorted it up. People are like, "Oh, why are you doing that?" It's smart marketing. Nobody's gonna remember I destroy kings if they just randomly hear it or see it on a video. Well, wait, you know, and I shorted up just for that reason. Pest was this is Pestilly because Pestilly was taken. Yeah. Yeah, I was Slush Puppy TV, and then uh, then I bounced them once I got partner because they literally never logged on. Now I'm just Slush Puppy. As I'm soon as I got partner, partner, the next day I put in the application to change over to take Pestilly. Yeah, I used to be a uh, cringy ass Vox TTV. Okay, so now I there's <laughs> there is actually a a point to that. So, um, because I know I think it's Deadly Slobs actually not against the whole TV thing. I always have this conversation with him. He plays devil advocate a lot. Um, you got to think about majority names on Twitch are taken, right? So how, what do you do instead? Like I wrote, this is in front of my name. This is Pestilly. Like, cause it's, everyone could just yeah. easily walk past, like not walk past, think past the whole, this is part. And it's just Pestilly. So I think I, putting like Vox E TV at the end is fine because it's like, you're just waiting to 
get that actual Voxy bit. Well, I had I've had Voxy for a very long time, but I lost the account, so I had to wait for it to actually get taken down for inactivity. So I had to run Vox TTV, and the worst part was uh, Anton with the TTV by the way meme meant that like during the period in which I owned that account, Vox TTV, it was everyone's like TTV by the way. Like Spell Power right care. there, it's a perfect example. Like he's got Spell Power underscore TV because Spell Power would be taken. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at but all. But you look at like like, like XQC earlier. man. XQC, I swear, has just face rolled his keyboard, and now he's just XQC. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But if you have something that's just like, um, like a sentence, like a phrase, people are just going to shorten it anyway. So just shorten it. Like, yeah, but his key, his his keyboard name is also reflective. His his chat smashing their heads against their keyboards as well. <laughs> so. Probably one more question. How much did slash do you spend networking prior to full time and nowadays? My networking is probably in a lot different to everyone. I suppose it's probably just about the same. I built slash touch on it earlier about how people you find people around the same size as you and then you work together to help grow each other by learning experiences um, and, and feeding off each other's like failures. Like, so all right, someone did this slash passed out on stream. No, don't pass out on stream. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you, you, like, but there was a lot of early days where I would bounce ideas off Slash and Slash would be like, yeah, don't do it like that, do it like this. And I'm like, fuck, that's good. And then he'd do the same back to me. Um, yeah. I'd... Personally, I'm uh, the same streamer, but we, we can give something to each other because we are, we are fresh takes on each other because we are so different. So it helps to talk to people that have a similar goal to you. And like, if that goal is to be full-time streamers, work together with those people. Um, I'd like to hear Kings and, and, and Willis and that talk about this too because they come um, from a very different like circle of people. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have the de degenerates and the deplorables over here. Um, <laughs> so as, as far as networking, I love playing with new people. I love playing with new people. It, it gets hard, I'm not going to lie. There's times where people wait three, four months to get games in. It, it's just you have that many people approaching you at times. Um, I love playing with people who are brand new streamers. Uh, people who uh, I believe in, uh, people that are tiny, but they, you know they they don't know what the hell they're doing yet, and introducing these people to other people. I I love networking. I love playing with large streamers too, um, and uh, I'm a like we've said I'm a lot different than most Tarkov channels you're gonna see, you know on on Twitch. You know most people they find a red key card. They're freaking out and running around. I'd fucking delete it. Five of them already just to get a reaction. That's that's what I stream for is a reaction. Um, but as far as networking, it's it's all like like Pest and Slush said. You can be polar opposites. But as long as you are like-minded, that is what is important. Um, as long as you are like-minded, you can do so much for one another. Now, when I say network, I don't mean I'm not going to go into Pestily's stream and be like, oh, hey, I'm... You know, uh, I'm going to be streaming today. Do you want to stream? I'm not trying to get promotion out of it. I'm trying to play with somebody who's like-minded where it's going to benefit both of us. Or I know that the content is going to be there. Um, don't be the shitbag that goes in and says, hey, I just started streaming and I want you to play with me because it's not going to work with fucking anybody and you're going to get laughed out of a chat room. What, networking, net, uh, when people hear networking, though, they think of it as a business transaction. Like if I just, like say I'm starting out in the world of, software dev i didn't i don't just walk up to bill gates's house and knock on his door and go oh give me money 
Like it's <laughs> it's not how it works. Yeah. Like you, it's 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 not a it's networking makes it, it sound very like formal mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's not networking. It's just being part of the community. If you want to be part of the Tarkov community, contribute, talk to people, have, make friends in the community, and be a part of it. Add something like make a post on Reddit that isn't just this guy's a fuckhead. Like talk to talk to other streamers about what they're doing and stuff like that. Like how how they're like forward the game and build help build the community. Add something to the community and you will be part of the community. And then you will help it and then you will be a part of it. And then as it grows, you can grow. Can I also just say uh, to genuinely network, don't just network because it's a business. Like you can yeah. tell the difference between when you actually make friends with a streamer and they're genuine and you're genuine and someone comes in and they lurk you and then you don't lurk them. And then you never hear from them again because they don't care as long as it's not benefiting them. Like I, the difference is like me and slush, right? I met the guy in Tassie. We bought beers. I just genuinely get along with slush. Even if I like see slush in my channel once a year, I know that he still supports me because I don't expect him to be there all the time. Cause a friendship and i think a lot of streamers get carried away in networking with it like oh yeah you know he stopped coming into my channel so he's dead to me and i think that's really harmful um early on with me uh when i was first getting involved with the battle state stuff because like me and clean have been homies for like five years now so when he was still like building his stream on his come up so like a lot of people knew me for like being the content guy and that early on so like people you know, I guess kind of wanted to get me get to know me that kind of thing. But I kindly mostly just stuck like uh, with like my close buddies to play Tarkov with. And then eventually, like when I started kicking up the streams, you know, I'd hang out in some streams, you know, get to know some guys, you know, like their streams. And then they'd come to my streams. And then eventually, like we just kept going and networking, networking, networking. Um, and it kind of just built. And I remember um, actually, I remember I was like around 30 to 40 viewers. I think I was lurking around Slush's chat. And then like we just started gaming one day. And then I started, you know, Slush definitely helped me build up my channel quite a bit. And then people started recognizing me um, just by game with slush because we have I mean, we we have two different personalities so we like we kind of clash really well in a really unique way. Um, but he helped me like really start out and build some some great connections, you know, build up my stream, and then you know meet guys along the way. I let it really come all naturally. I'm not really like going out there to focus on like you know taking advantage of people. I just kind of let it happen. You know, it just seems to happen. So that's my approach at it. Just all natural. Yeah. <laughs> It, it networking is such a a big topic. We could talk for two hours just on networking, really. If it comes yes, down to like yes. streamer etiquette, um, it also comes across like exactly what I'm doing right here. This is a podcast networking with you know five. There's five Tarkov streamers talking here about streaming Tarkov, playing Tarkov. That's also networking. Like we're not here yeah. to steal each other's viewers. We're here just to build Tarkov and help other people get inspired to yeah. make content. And that's networking, you know, like it's not, it doesn't yeah. have to be the, hey, will you host me sometime? Or, hey, will you do duos with me? It's not like that at all. It's... Yeah. A good, a good example of this is like me and Willis started playing games together and bouncing ideas off each other and playing games a lot. And then Willis introduced me to, to his friend Patrick, who you shroud. And Shroud, uh, Patrick uh, mentioned me to Shroud and then Shroud hosted me. That was not, it wasn't my intention to do that, to, to find that out. I just enjoyed playing with, with Patrick and Willis. Patrick's a, a dope player at the game. I enjoyed getting owned by those dudes every time they TK'd me. We, had, we created some cool content. It was really fun. And then, uh, and then it happened that uh, Shroud uh, 
Pat, Pat mentioned me just around, and then I got hosted. It wasn't, a, it's not a deliberate push for that. It's just that I was enjoying what I was doing. And it comes back to what Voxy said about being genuine and just, you know, just enjoying your content with other people and, yeah. and building yeah. relationships and friendships. Yeah. It's, but if I, I guarantee you, if I had have met Patrick the first time and then I had a message him on Discord and said, could you get Shroud to host me? I would never, ever hear from him again. There's like, and it's not like you would just, you would not have that happen. No one would do that like, and actually gain a benefit from it. I remember we talked about that in your stream one day, me and you slash about people who come in and they only, they only network by asking people if they can get a host and checking them out and stuff. And I have no issues. I have no issues hosting anybody, checking out anybody's stream. But you have to, as Pest said, streamer etiquette, if they approach it the right way, I will do it. No questions asked. If, if they're a scumbag about it, trust me, it will get you, it, it, it will two steps backwards. Two steps backwards. Yeah. People, well, as streamers who are close, they'll tell you about these other people. Like, he had the audacity to do this. And it, it's yeah. really frowned upon. Well, how I choose who I host when I go offline is, well, as long as my internet doesn't fall, fall out, how I choose who I host is usually I will scroll through the Tarkov directory. And if I see someone's name that I recognize because they hang out in my chat a lot and they are talkative, they're a nice person and they, they're not like, they're not like pushing themselves on me. I'll see their name and I'll go, I didn't even know they stream. And then I'll go, yeah, all right, I do that, that guy's too. a really cool yeah. guy. I host him. Yeah. I pretty much start at the 75 viewer mark, go down to see who I'm not following. And I go through every stream until I find one that I'm not following. Cause once I follow someone, I know I've hosted them. Oh, <laughs> you're pestily, and then you host me, and then you're like, the last host was too small, so you host oh, me. I was, the next I was day that game I was playing. I had like three or four hundred viewers, and then oh. three or four hundred viewers is like makes me shit my pants, man. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I never so double host someone like that. He literally, yeah. literally, pestily turned around. He's like, yo, the host was too small, so I hit you with another one. I was like, <laughs> you oh. fucking what, so, mate? Uh, <laughs> I, there, I want to touch a, on a, something a, that. Uh, Kings. I, I, Sorry, want, go, I want to go, say go. something real quick. Uh, Kazayevich just asked what's the, the right way to approach a streamer, not to ask for a host um, and, and instead of just asking for a host. But like one thing that I always look for for people, a lot of people that I host, um, like Slush said, step one, being active in a community and then finding out that they actually stream without even knowing. Like that's huge because then you know that they're there for your community. Um, I love when when people are new streamers and they're not scared to ask in chat, you know, what can I do to be better? You know, what, what advice can you give me? What did you go through? I don't mind talking about that stuff. I'm sure no streamer will in all honesty. That's why we're here talking about so, it now. Yeah. You, you know, if, if you have a question, we don't care if you let us know that you stream, but don't do it by saying, Hey, yeah, I got to go. I'm going to go start up my thing and stream now. And Oh guys, you know, come on over if you want to, if you, if you, if you know, um, you want to if you want a cheeky tip to get a host from me i'm uh, sorry i cut you off kings play solo oh it's fine there is no fucking solo streamers in all the talk of like i go down the list and i'm like he's in a squad he's in a squad he's in a squad he's in a squad and so i just my chat loves watching solo people and i try and find people playing solo i love solo because i, I just got, honestly get so sick of waiting for people in the lobbies and like oh man that other gear. day that was the worst <laughs> Dude, don't feel bad about that, man. I honestly don't. I, do, I feel like, I feel like a <laughs> he kept getting alt f forward by a bitbot over and over and over and over again. And I was like, it's before packs. Like he's not that's, complaining. Why that, would I? I, I 
Yeah, that's that's another big thing that I want to point out. If if you're playing with another streamer, remember they have an audience as well. Uh, appreciate the time that they're taking out of their day to play with you. Remember that they have an audience. Remember that they have to do their own thing too. Uh, I had an issue with this one day because we had two completely different play styles and something happened on my end and he got pissed. I'm like, I can't change what I do just for you. Um, but I mean, it's a trap line with past man. I've never geared up quicker in my bloody life. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Just, that, that's not a bad idea though. If, if you do do duos, have like 10, 20, 30 loadouts ready to go before you start the duos. Yeah. It's really yeah, just I etiquette. Yeah, I always pre-build and it's, before and it's I play not, with someone, like Slush or... It's, it's not like, if if you if one of your mates dies at the start of a raid and then you kill the kill the crew and it's and you've got pleb gear on, it's not the worst thing in the world to just chuck a nade at your feet and go to the next raid. Like No, it's content. So you want to... Yeah. It's the same as like if you're playing PUBG. If you do the drop and, you, and, and two of your teammates die and you're solo in you're solo in squads and there's still 90 people left you can just kill yourself man just get get in the next game yeah i'm pretty much out of like if a streamer dies that i'm playing with like let's say you slush or kings we we're playing on last night if you guys die i'm out of that raid immediately because you guys still have yeah. an audience that i'm leaving that raid right then and there we're yeah because you could know you could sit there forever and clutch it if you're patient enough but i end up just yeah. running it i'm like a bull in a china shop because i'm like yeah. if slush doesn't yeah. have time and neither do i if I if someone kills my teammate, I am I am up their ass instantly, regardless of how much health I have or what or the yeah. situation. I'm just and if like you've made on the them. kill, it's like, like the best thing ever. Yeah. I saved your gear and now I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I, I would love to keep talking longer, but I try and keep these podcasts around two hours and we're already at two and a half hours. Um unfortunately I I, I want to wrap this up here. If you guys have anything you want to say quickly before we do finish this uh. up. I, I want to thank you personally for uh, letting me come aboard. I want to thank your chat for being here and asking these questions. The other three streamers I don't really give a shit about. They can't do anything for me, for my own <laughs> personal gains. But no, but no Vox, Lesser Willer. Not as always, anyway. thank you. Now, I'm going uh, to be streaming after this. I'm going to put my intro on for 10 minutes, and then um, I'll be back to play Tarkov. But um, in the meantime, guys, here's the links to everyone in the chat that's uh, in the podcast. Take the time, go give everyone a follow. And uh, if you've got any questions about streaming Tarkov, make sure you hit these guys up. They're fucking awesome blokes. Been around the community a long time. And um, guys won't be disappointed. They, they will go out of their way to answer your questions. Um, one, two, did I get everyone? King Slush. Yep. Yeah. Thanks um, again for the invite, man. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so make sure you go give a follow. And... It costs you nothing. And then if you've got these questions, hit them up. Someone was asking about their discords. Go to their channels. I think Escalation Mark Discord will pretty much get everyone's discords, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yep. Go join their discords, ask them questions and all that. Um, if you're an inspiring streamer, every, including myself, uh, if you hit up any of us, we'll, we'll t I try to answer every single DM I get on Discord. It does take me sometimes a couple of days to get back to everyone. So, um, but if you, the other guys will answer questions as well. Um, and be, be, you know, be patient and we'll get to you guys and answer your questions when we can. Will is in uh, King's Boxy Slush. Thanks so much for the uh, for hanging out here. Uh, if you're listening oh, to this on you YouTube, guys. there'll be links to all their streams down below. Um, go give them a follow over there as well. And everyone that's in chat, I'll be back in about 10, 15 minutes to uh, shoot some shoot some PMCs. Bye. Bye, chat. Bye. 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 Bye.